to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're ready to give you feedback. That's right. Podcast time on a Saturday morning. Feedback time. That means you guys said things throughout the week that we need to respond to. Mm-hmm. Let you know where we stand on everything. Um, and as always, it's own business. That's where we stand. But <laughs> own business. You can always, you know, do all the stuff in the show notes to leave us um, feedback. We read it. We tell you how we feel. We know you don't always agree. We get it. Uh, the official weapon of the show is phone chair and unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and i mean look you know what it is we just got to get right on into it okay let's let's just talk about everything let's just get to the people that gave us money okay y'all know who you are and we know who you are and we know you need a shout out may i have your attention you are now listening to Charlotte's Own, Rod and Karen. We welcome the good folks who tie to the Black Guy Who Tips. Today's a new day. That's right. New day, new pay. Let's talk about Bomani J. Bomani Jones. You know him from the right time. He gave us some money. Jane M., Laura E., Noel W., Pete B., Miss Barnes, Johanna M., Ricky A., Pretty Rick, what they call him, Douglas R., Laura F., Chris from Hawaii, April G, Corey, aka The Tickler, and lastly, Tabitha M. Thank you, everybody, for coming through in this holiday season and giving us them gifts and them donations. Speaking of gifts and donations, some of y'all donated us five-star reviews. We love those. We got three new ones, okay? They all from the United States of America. So our global listeners, if you out there, we'd love to hear from you. We would. Okay, we're we international know. podcast. Yeah. We see the charts. We know y'all is over there on the other side of the water. We know we big in TNT, okay? Um, love it, love it, thank you, says Shelly029. Okay, thank you, and you wel- you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. For leaving us a five-star review. Yay! Awesome show, edutainment, uh, edutainment of inspiration and aspiration, says Lady Guinevere Productions. Thank you. Okay, big vocabulations, words up in the chat. I see you. <laughs> edutainment, talking about the KRS One. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Magnificent Breeze says the best gift you can give yourself. Oh, I like that. That's holiday. That's in the oh, holiday thing. That's sweet. This has been my number one podcast for the past year. Karen and Rod are so smart and funny. They cover so many different topics with a thoughtfulness you won't find online or many other podcasts. Okay, read them. Okay. I didn't say it. You said it, but I agree. Uh, not to, <laughs> I listen to other shows. I do too. Not to mention the segment music is straight flame emojis, three of them. I often walk walk up to my kid, trans, singing LGBTQ news when asking about his day. I never thought of using it for that, but it do work. <laughs> yes, because it, it's such a happy ass song. Yeah, it, it actually is. It actually will work. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you disarm them, plus it is news. They day is news. It technically. <laughs> Come on, every day is news yeah. for him. It's like, you you know what um i know they be rolling their eyes like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yes because you know how kids are oh 
Oh Here they God. come again with the bullshit. Here she go. <laughs> yeah, I, the, everything was fine. Lunch was sucked. Okay, well, let me see what you want to be. Yes! Uh, do, you, do yourself a favor and subscribe. <laughs> yes, I love it. Thank you for all this love. Thank you. Know, you. Doing this in the holiday season, and we, and we love to hear it. We love to hear back from y'all. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Um, all right, so that's the five-star reviews. Y'all know what we got to do next. We got to get into the, the episodes, okay? Now, that means feedback you left on our website where you can leave comments. There's uh, feedback you can leave on Spotify from voting in the polls and leaving comments on the Q&A. There's obviously feedback you can leave on YouTube, um, all that stuff. And if we have time, and I remember doing it for the gram, I did remember to put something out there. <laughs> So the first episode of the week was 2821, The Three Cures for Loneliness, okay? We got nine comments. Nine. Y'all had something to say. What the hell are we talking about? Apia says, I agree with you so much. It's strange. At least on 95% of topics overall, interesting uh, considered that we live on another continent, on other continents, are ethnically different, have completely different jobs. We have kids and a dog and so much more. The different views are, I don't think that watching sports is fun, but I'm not against it for others, of course and i think all people should minimize the meat intake for the environment because the production of, is so energy demanding and do so even if i like to taste the meat a lot yeah i hear you i think the diff- the the main thing about that meat point is um you're individualizing it and i don't believe in that so like that like it's more than just a whether or not people should eat less meat thing i think it's it's like the recycling thing i think it's a placebo effect of like oh i put my plastic in this bin and that'll save the earth it's like no the fuck it won't we need corporations we need governments we need things that are bigger than the individual choices of people Mm -hmm. using a metal straw is not going to save the environment and it's just a placebo effect that makes you feel good so like an individual who's like i'm a vegetarian i mean good for you but no you didn't save the world or nothing it it would take collective governmental Laws, like restrictions and, and yes. oversights and, and stuff to do it. So I I don't like I don't di- like uh, you said this before, but I don't disagree about that point. I just don't think that me choosing to eat meat or not is this huge like difference in the world. I think I think it's honestly such a minimal difference. It it just would be an individual choice I would use to kind of make myself feel better about the plight of the world. Um, but you know, still has good effects. You know, it's healthy for you and all that mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh, I never thought that I was in a fight with Keith. Well, that that's not how fights work. <laughs> you, you don't get to, you don't get to say. <laughs> Let me ask Keith. <laughs> I always thought that Keith was doing this thing and it was all in good fun. Uh, I mean, it's in good fun and he's fighting you. Um, I'm listening to KTG well, for fun. Both can happen. Yeah, I listen both can to K- be true. Yeah, I listen to KTG for fun, and that's part of it. <laughs> he was never mean or something. He just disagreed with my right my right views. <laughs> oh, sounds like you're still throwing jabs at Keith. <laughs> hey. uh, that's Keith Love's language. Never changed, Keith. There's it a pretty is. fun podcast called Who Weekly about C&D celebrities. It's smart and funny, and they do it with love. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. She said, about the DNA, I agree again. If my second cousin kills someone, and was found out by my dna i wouldn't really be sad about it he could just not kill that person i haven't killed anyone up till now and i'm doing just fine it's an option <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i just i don't know what it is dog i like and i'm sure there's more compelling arguments but the i'm only specifically talking about the one argument of 
well, they going to get my DNA and find out my daddy is serial killer. I'm like, why the fuck are you so precious about that? So fuck them people that got killed by the serial killer. Fuck closure. Fuck, fuck justice. Because it had, because it's your family. I mean, they come out and say that. Just say that out front. Yeah, don't, they don't, don't say try that, to couch right? it in some like, cause it's just the big DNA man. No, say, say, I don't, if my daddy killed people, but he nice to me, fuck them people. Th- then say that. <laughs> but you don't want to say that, do you, America? No, because it sounds terrible. Um, the next one is, Yatunde says, on not agreeing with everything. I'm one of the people who had previously said something about not agreeing with everything you all say. I had put that in my five-star review from a few weeks ago. I had a thought about why I did it and wanted to provide that context. I can't speak for everyone, anyone else who has done that. I feel like it was part of my born skeptic need to prove myself to you and other listeners that my ideas are my own and that I'm not just parroting yours and Karen's ideas. You two are highly intelligent people who provide well-thought-out points of view that I may not have considered. That's why I love listening i am also someone who has listened to a lot of podcasts that discuss discuss cult dynamics mlms and other types of undue influence so i'm constantly checking myself that skeptics need to still check myself is what jumped out in, in my comment that said i can't ever remember an instance where i disagree strongly i guess it wasn't that important now that i know that it bothers you i won't do it again lol um uh, well first of all thank you for this perspective because honestly i had not considered it or heard it before but it does make sense that you will want to distance yourself because you know we do a lot of hours of content we talk about a lot of topics i think i i guess my general point is i don't think me and karen are the type of people that need i hope y'all aren't feeling this need yeah that to like that we demand this like loyalty or something obedience like that. We, from the audience do i not i gen like i was thinking about something today um i disagree with me about hassan minaj from like three months ago i i, I disagree with myself a lot too i was thinking about that today i was listening to somebody cover it again and they were doing an interview with on the media and it was more of a fuller context of the same interview they had done three months ago and this time they just kind of sat down and uninterruptedly talked for like 10 to 20 minutes or something and as they were going back through the case against Hassan Minaj and why they thought it was so bad and wrong I started thinking like actually you know what I don't think I agree anymore I think and it's not I didn't even watch his defense video to be honest I only watched like a couple minutes of it um I just generally think that if he wants to use his comedic license to turn the situation from something that happened adjacent to me to something that happened directly from me and he wants to be quote unquote fake sincere look at the audience if that's how he's going to use it that's how he's going to use it nobody was really harmed by the shit um the more investigation they did into it the more it seemed like he had taken the right precautions to make sure people weren't going to reach out to anyone involved in the stories and be like you the motherfucker that said this about Hassan um and and if you don't and I'm not saying you have to like it I I I I do still think his way of of personalizing is weirder than other comedians way of doing it I yes. like I think that's totally ball game to go yeah well Hassan that was weird and he exists in a space of you know the daily show and and his own show where he was you know Mr. Sincerity and I'm telling you the real truth and facts and then I think in his mind he thought well stand up is different and it is different but I think um for a specific type of comedian like him that gets by on earnesty and honesty and trust mm-hmm. it, it just it hits different but whatever um 
two things ha- that did one it didn't turn into the witch hunt of all comedians will be fact checked so everyone could drop that like red scare ass bullshit they were trying to throw out we must protect Hassan because they're gonna do everyone that didn't happen it's been months no one else has been challenged like that but two um and i think it's a valid point a lot of this stuff does feel like white folks trying to find a way to minimize <clears throat> racism and discrimination by saying well Hassan had to make up how bad it was as if black people brown people minority we're always having to make up how bad it is and so all that to say like there were people that felt that way when we talked about the topic and i was on the other side you see what i'm saying i i wouldn't say they were wrong i thought they were just looking at it differently than me i had friends that i talked to in depth about this that just disagree with me and now uh two three months later i'm like oh yeah i see their point i actually think they're right so I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope we show the flexibility on this show and that a lot of stuff we're just talking about, we're just giving our opinion that we wouldn't need to know to hear. Yeah. I don't always disagree unless it was something pertinent to where it's like, I disagree about this thing, which we, this is what the feedback show is for. And also it's one of those things the person said they listened to like, you know, slip with cults and all that right. shit. And with that, it's a little different, but we're not a cult. Yeah, And so, yes, when you listen to things and you have people who are on the airways and you have to agree with everything they say. And if you tell them they disagree, you disagree with them, all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. That is not how we operate. That is not how we function. We do not demand your loyalty. We understand that people disagree with us. We really, really do. We understand that everybody has different life experiences. Everybody has experienced different things. People come from all over the world, different parts of the country. Like, we completely understand that. And so I don't think we're putting out a quote-unquote cult mentality that we demand this loyalty that you have to quote-unquote push back on. So, I, you know, and I, and I understand that because, you know, as a person who's kind of out in the world, you want to be aware that you're not swept up and caught up in that because there's a lot of people out here <clears throat> or in a cult and don't even know it. No, it might not be a quote-unquote church or religion, but guess what? You, you're in the quote-unquote cult of getting angry on Twitter. You're in the quote-unquote cult of 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 being sad all the time online and demanding attention like these are cults too but people don't quote unquote see those as cults but they're a form of cults because everybody gets in there everybody has to agree you know you can't say anything contrary to what that person quote unquote puts out into the world or else it's problems so we don't demand that and like i say we understand that all the listeners that we have, nobody's going to agree with us all the time. And most people, if you talked as much as we talked and it was recorded, there's nothing you would say all the time that somebody would agree with all the time. Shit, your ha- husband, wife, spouse, kids disagree with you. So, you know, I completely get it and I understand. But yeah, I, you know, but you gave me a different perspective and I'll be thinking about that going forward. Like, it's just people trying to, to say like, hey, I'm an independent thinker and but this is, you know, and we need to allow people that independence. I don't yes. want to, like, try to take that away from anybody. So, you know, I I just, I guess I was trying to explain how it hit me, which is, well, what's the disagreement? Let's talk about it. You know, that's that's my point of view. I'm a conflict resolution person. It's, right. Okay, you know, even if we don't 
let's understand each other even if we don't uh come to a consensus uh but now i see what you're saying it may not even be so specific it's just a hey i'm a i'm about to tell you something we agree on or disagree on or whatever the fuck i just want to chime in but just know i'm not a robot i'm not a puppet that's cool because i don't want puppets either so shout out Mm -hmm. to y'all and i won't bring it up in the future all the unless it's funny i do like making fun of people saying that i'm sorry it is funny to me <laughs> you know what i mean you gonna get these jokes yeah my feelings ain't hurt but it is funny to to say you don't always disagree oh you the one you know anyway shoe booty says it would be a stretch to think my dna would be used to frame me for a crime if they catch my family members on some bullshit well that's on them but personal data is the real currency and detailed info about people's genetics takes re- targeted marketing to another screwed up level sorry big farmer appia you know i love you appia says as if big farmer ever did something bad in the history of the world ever ha <laughs> Has has always been selfless and not greedy at all. Why did I even think about greed? I mean, my business is full of earth angels. But the most important thing is to see Shoe Booty is here. It makes me very happy. She is a pretty cool one. Yeah, shout out to the Keith and the Girl world. You know, it's uh, I like to think of uh, the Black Gal Tips as this hub when we just pull people from all over the place. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I, only the cool ones, to be honest. <laughs> only the cool. We don't want the nine cool ones. Only the cool ones. Now, now this right here will be where we would have to disagree. So <laughs> this I appreciate would be a prime it. example. Uh, so I appreciate it, and the uh, and I think Shoe Booty brings up a great point about just like we're not trusting. I don't want to just trust Big Farm with my information, and right. I bet you there is a bunch of stuff you can find from people's DNA that are is nefarious. I just like I said, I'm specifically talking about that one excuse of they gonna catch somebody who's a serial killer that i'm related to and i'm just like that is not the big joke you think it is no if you want to talk about it go into the other information not that one that's telling me jonathan major should date a black woman so he could beat her it's like that's not what why do you think that's a point in your favor that's a bad point you just made (laughs) shoe booty says you could do a whole episode on mixed families and dna test tricking time ticking time bombs that went off i got my own tale of shaking my family's tree status quo oh shit shoe booty okay Mm -hmm. you find out you had some a touch of that african up in you okay shaking that family tree all right child you don't never know what's gonna fall out child my family did that and child they was sitting there talking about they some of them did like the 23 and me and all this shit and they was telling about the history i was like well god damn i didn't know all this information Mm -hmm. uh shanna says hey rod and karen just in case y'all do a pre-christmas feedback show i wanted to share one thought i appreciate y'all discussing the media and corporation hype fear around crime is going to lead us to a place where we regret in 20 to 30 years from now and you're absolutely right that black people are falling for this and asking to be over police without realizing where it will lead us for example in 2021 when eric adams was running for mayor i happened to be home that summer and i asked my mom and my friends if they were voting for him or maya wiley the progressive black woman who was anti-policing all of them told me they were voting for Adams, that crime was back and he could take care of it because he was a black man and he would do right by black people. For, fast forward to this summer when a lot of stuff about him being corrupt was dropping and I asked my mom how she felt about him now and she swears she didn't support him and no one knew he was tight with the cops. Yes, people had a selective memory. Yeah, and um, he was super tight with the cops. He was a former cop. Like that was a big part of his, you know, platform and part of why people were like oh he'll get enough votes from white people and stuff too uh that's just an anecdote but i wouldn't be surprised if the laws get passed and everyone's collective memory forgets that they voted for it oh mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely what happened with the 90s crime bill yeah I, I i had i brought it up on twitter and i had some person in my mentions denying the facts and i'm just like i don't i'm not here to argue with anyone Mm-mm. i'm 
go read locking up our own it's not this is not some like made up shit some shit that i'm just saying because off of vibes right in addition to remembering the time um and i don't and for the record this isn't blaming black folks for me Mm because to me i'm like we were always in this possible place of the lack of policing and the rampant abuse of drugs and stuff happening in our neighborhoods at the same time it will always make us want some order because no one wants to live in chaos i don't care what race you are right and because a lot of the organization and wherewithal and money and stuff that it takes to like completely pave over the idea of what we call criminal justice in america and rebuild it with something more compassionate more humane um we don't have those resources all the time Mm -mm. you know if you look around the places where people really um are trying to push this new level of like you know um reformative justice and community justice and stuff a lot of times you need almost like a baseline of either privilege or time or resources or something to even make that stuff effective because it's very costly and time consuming and there's a lot of black people that just like i already worked two jobs someone stole my car someone beat mm-hmm. someone someone shot someone someone's Fix on drugs so we can move on like i don't D- have time to, to to dilly dally and go back and forth with y'all right and i don't think it comes from the same place that mm-hmm. a lot of you know gentrifiers and white folks that just see a black person and go criminal i don't think it comes from the same place but it doesn't matter because this system is a is a gaping maw it's a volcano we're just throwing people into yeah it just knows how to be a volcano it doesn't know how to do anything better it doesn't have the wherewithal to do things better so i feel like that's happening again now look i don't know for a fact that that's where we're headed but it feels i was i'm old enough to remember what it felt like when it was like these fucking crackheads, man. We just need I, yep. to get their ass in jail, get them that. off the street. And it was on TV. Like Lily, for those who live around that time, that shit was on TV. That shit was everywhere. It had everybody in fear. It had everybody in panic. Even in places where crime was not that high. Even in places where you might not have had a drug epidemic, you still had that fear. And because of that, people put the demands on the federal government to do something. And Central Park Five, I remember. Like in high, like now everybody's like we knew it was an injustice at the time. There was a lot of like these are young super predator black men. This is the emblematic of what the fuck is the problem with America, and we need to lock their ass up. And it wasn't just white people. So it's it's just it's a lot of stuff going on at the same time. And yeah, it feels like we're headed back there. Shanna says as per usual. Thanks for your thoughtful approach to these discussions. Happy holidays to you and the fam, Shanna. And, and like I said, I don't know how you solve it because a lot of this is feelings over facts and a lot of this is anecdotal if someone is in a neighborhood where there's drug addicts and uh, and, and 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 all this stuff on their street yeah where there's crime in on in their neighborhood they shit getting stolen homes getting breaking into yes it's not theoretical to them Mm-mm. so while while many of us can be high-minded about it and not feel the fear of my door being kicked in it's just it's so easy for me to be like well how you gonna just say the police need to come in your neighborhood because i'm not i don't got to deal with the police not showing up you know black people have always had to deal with both sides of this shit of you live in a neighborhood where police don't show up and it's crime ridden and you live in a neighborhood where the police are constantly there and it's fucking feeling like the police are the criminals so it's yes it's never 
America doesn't really give us a lot of good choices. Mm-mm. Evie says, no one agrees about everything all the time. My biggest disagreement with the show is the constant Arby's hate, but I love y'all anyway. By the way, they have the meats. They do. <laughs> they do. I do. I don't, it's not that I hate like Arby's food. I just hate that, you know, 98% of their money goes to Republicans and some of you coons are okay with that. But, <laughs> you know, what, what can I say? You know, if that's if that's how y'all get down and, and y'all need that, y'all need that, that's fine. Some of y'all Negroes are sick. Uh, Hustle on Flow says, what movie do you think do you think of when you say Spike Lee brought us Michael Rappaport? Uh, Bamboozle. Uh, I always blame John Singleton and higher learning and then tried for giving him the pass that brought him to the cookup and he showed up with raising his potato salad. <laughs> yeah, I would say bamboozle, but you know, that's a good point. Let me go check the IMDB and see what movie he did first. Cause I actually don't know if he did, um, Spike Lee's bamboozle did Spike, first. Did when he in school days or that's another movie around one. Wrong I, right I'm, man. I'm looking it up right now. Um, I know you won't know. So let's, you know, you, you need to refrain from guessing. Let's be honest. Uh, he was in zebra is the first movie I ever saw him in. I remember that zebra head. That was 1992. Uh, he was in poetic justice as a dock worker. I don't remember that. 93. Mm-hmm. Um, uh basketball diaries kiss of death da, da, da. yeah i'm trying to see when was higher learning was 95 when was bamboozled so i guess it's john singleton's fault rest in peace you know because it looked like bamboozled was wait hold on bamboozled ah uh, yeah bamboozled was 2000 so you're right my bad mm. john singleton i'm sorry spike lee you beat the charges today uh <laughs> You beat, you beat the cool charges on that one so that's that's on my fault you know uh uh so you, you're good to go okay good. um all right let's go to uh the polls oh the youtube let's go to youtube for this uh three cures for loneliness um let's see one comment j4 says that self-checkout story reminded me of when i the, so it was a story someone wrote in about a person that worked at self che- self-checkout that they tried to blame this woman for for someone else stealing mm-hmm. from one of the registers and and make her and write her up and she refused the self-checkout story reminded me of when i got fired from blockbuster when i was 16 because i refused to write a letter taking responsibility for our store's racist borrowing policies we had this rule that people could only rent three release new release movies at a time until they rented 15 movies from our store. I was a kid and this was before the internet was a big thing. So I thought that's a standard procedure. I had this black woman customer one Friday who called BS on our policy and she said she was going to call corporate and she did. Well, the manager threw me under the bus and, and said I made up the policy all on my own and they didn't know where it got it from. What? I fucking hate managers because of that. They have no backbone. No, that's why I that's why I want shit in writing. When they I'll be like, is this the new rule? Is is this is this what it is? And make them put and that 16, shit in writing. At sixteen, you know, to be you don't fair. Know. You don't know. No. No one knows. Mm-mm. They made me write a uh, handwrite an apology to the customer, which I did. Then they wanted me to write a letter to the regional manager taking full responsibility. I snitched like I was going to looking at fifty years in federal supermax. I told all about the policies we had at the hood blockbuster and told them that it was even part of our new employee orientation. Then I snail mailed it on my own. The store manager got fired and her assistant 
assistant managers never put me on the schedule again. But now I'm 38 looking back. I'm pretty sure regional manager was in on the racist policies, but mm-hmm. nobody had ever complained to the corporate before. Right. Yeah. Shout out to you, though, J. Fool. That's, that's dope at 16. I wouldn't have really known what to do. I probably would just stop coming into work. Mm-hmm. Um, just stop showing up. Yeah. The poll was, do you agree on everything we say? Yes or no? Now, I'm shocked at the results. 11% of y'all on our website agree with everything we say. 89% do not. I don't believe the 11%. And uh, <laughs> it's even better on Spotify. 18% of y'all agree. 82 do not. And I believe y'all. I'm not going to tell y'all. You know, I, hey, look. Maybe somehow y'all y'all just, y'all get us. Oh, uh, you know what? We just haven't hit whatever that topic is. You just yeah. don't agree with Give yet. it time. So that's why I was like, I don't believe you. Give it time. <laughs> Trust, we're going to hit a topic. The Q&A was TBGWT, Arby's, and we'll always have bullet ball. Three kills for loneliness. <laughs> Lisa says, we saw Renaissance at noon in a relatively small town, Cinemark Theater, and paid $23 a piece. None of the other shows cost that much. The receipt shocked the hell out of me. Okay. So that's that solves the mystery. Because so, we looked it up ourselves. So it's Beyonce was charging a lot for Renaissance tickets or Beyonce's company, whoever. Yes. And so that's why those tickets were twenty eight, twenty three, whatever dollars. Yes. Compared and me and Karen standard. were going to movies, and like I said, we go to a matinee, and it's like eleven dollars each. Right. And so that makes a lot more sense. So when Jay Full caught, wrote in to say like how much the tickets were and inflation and parking and shit, which that you know parking sounds like a L.A. thing for sure. Yes. Uh, but the ticket price is a Beyonce thing. That makes right. a lot more sense. Um, it's more like TBGWT, everything pumpkin spice, and we'll always have Karen saying, who? Says Jane. Yes, you will. Jeff says, I've got bullet ball. Uh, yeah! Raphael says, now I love that brother who made a cure for loneliness. He's a good guy and a great The Blackout Tips fan. However, trying to sneak Arby's on me. No, no, I refuse it. Not today. Yes, in Stephen A. Smith's voice. <laughs> The gal 704 says, hey, Rod and Karen, I think $28 was probably a special price for Renaissance. It was the amount for IMAX and Dolby. $22 just for regular. I didn't pay for parking. It was free. Yeah, I think we Ah, solved it. Ah, okay. Keisha says, "Uh, people who want to say they love the show probably start by saying, I don't always agree because they don't want to be seen as a sickle fan or a psycho stand. Yeah, yeah. I think y'all got to the bottom of that. And I, like I said, I, I get it. I'll still make my jokes, but I get it. Yeah, that's totally valid. And I, I don't want people to feel like it, like people need to feel their independence. I don't want people feeling right. like they can't say, you know, some. Yeah, I get it. Tiffany says, had my mom known about Bullet Ball, I guarantee she would have tried to give it to me for Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. Tiffany says, my mom always gives bad gifts. Gwen says, long live Bullet Ball. I hear you, Gwen. Let's go to the next episode. Uh, but before that, let me play a little music um, so we can, uh, you know, add some commercials in here. The next episode, hold up. 
wait hey. um the next episode is actually called 2822 our gaming year interview and we got nine comments on this too somehow yeah we we would we, y'all had something to say all week i enjoyed doing that gaming interview that was my idea it was karen's idea and i think it's one of those things where uh in my mind i'm like i want to talk about this i don't mind talk but we're about to spend 30 minutes to an hour talking about video games that a lot of people might not even play or care about um so it's kind of more of an episode for us and a very specific mm-hmm. type of listener mm-hmm. and uh look nine comments later i say it, it worked mm-hmm. uh so let's see great uncle bob says regarding weight watchers making ozempic plans other major brands are pivoting to making protein shakes smaller portions etc due to increased ozempic type weight loss frogs being i guess to make uh, that money yeah being more popular and commonplace uh and dr uzo says weight watcher is following a trend where med spas are charging patients for similar services a person shows up gets a shot once a week presumably sigma glutude ozempic or regovi or terezipatide which is monjaro or zepbound and meets with a doctor and or dietitian who reviews weight loss plans these services can range from hundreds of dollars to hundreds to thousands of dollars depending on the clinic oh my goodness um and demand from and the demand for medication from my perspective this feels like a way to extract money from people who want weight loss but may not otherwise be able to get these drugs reliably consistently right yeah i mean uh, just never from the good of their heart Mm-mm. you know they're, provi- they're quote-unquote providing a service but you're gonna pay for it yeah and i do i think if you can get it through like a doctor or, or your insurance, insurance i'm sure it's less but you know yeah. no one can stop you from getting it i guess uh mm-hmm. you know from one of these clinics yeah you probably have to jump through hoops and then you know like like the requirements are a little bit different i don't know Apple says new machines all want lots of our attention beep beep look at me talk to me says the washing machine the oven the milk phone maker i thought in a world full of machines it would be less uh it would less necessary uh, less unnecessary communication but no the worst was my new volkswagen volkswagen uh touring car don't get confused by the name it's a minivan because the kids and the dog it's a talker when i got it, it and it said it said when i opened the window ecological suggestion closed the window to save fuel uh what do you even have windows for if, that i can open Terran? when you get to uh when you get to be pissed at when i open them i went to the best i went to the best weapon we still have for now the setup menu and told it to keep those suggestions to themselves some suggestions i couldn't stop it still says drive in the middle of the road (laughs) from time to time for no reason but okay no one is perfect i know some american machines want money and tips now for doing their regular jobs what do you need it for you live in one place machine it's not so much you can spend it on okay it's probably for only machines to see some sexy ball bearing (laughs) (laughs) she's ridiculous that's good shoe booty replied to apia these machines are all doing too much now my lg washer didn't have to make a whole tune for the wash uh for when the wash is finished it slaps but (laughs) it slaps (laughs) you dancing all the way to the washer at least at least it gives you something to dance for it slaps but come on they didn't really didn't need to go that hard yeah i don't mind the, the like i said jazz it up I, the jingles yes i don't mind the uh machine where you put your card in with the square and it does the do 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 as opposed to the eh, eh, you know or, yeah. eh, or whatever <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't like you know, any of Bitch, get out of here. That's what I hear, but yeah. that's not what you're saying. I actually <laughs> turned the noise off of my dryer because the dryer, even on the lowest setting, is like this loud ass oh, ant. It is. It's real loud, but I yeah. And that's the lowest setting. <laughs> like, who is, the, who is the louder setting for? Uh, for people like, that might not people in another yet. apartment that need to know I'm done with my motherfucking dryer. People maybe with hearing problems. I don't know. Even but that's the thing. The lowest setting is loud enough. I think for oh. someone with hearing problems to hear, it's very loud oh, at the shit. lowest setting. Well then, what then? If it's high, what were you trying to? Learn? I don't know. I'm gonna turn it up to high now just to see what it sound like. Ramsey D. Jr. says, five-star show. I have a quick comment on Shannon Sharp asking the questions to Kirk Franklin. I applaud Brother Kirk Franklin's comments and suggestions about dating and paying for items. Shannon Sharp stays shucking and jiving for himself and others like him, including women and men who still think things are 50-50 in relationships. Yeah, I mean, look, if you find a person to be 50-50 with, then fine. I Like, I don't have a problem with any of any relationship structure or organization as long as it's not, like, abusive or between people that aren't consenting adults correct i swear to god i wish more people could find a way to be like me you know in this world because it honestly what we got two problems we're more we got we're creating so much content that people are sharing stuff that to me is not that controversial until you share it with people that don't fucking know you like that right like if you were sitting across the table from somebody like uh simone biles and her husband if you're sitting across the table from simone biles husband and he's telling you that story about i was the catch and she drove to meet me and shit and she's like looking at him adoringly like smiling hard as fuck because she she liked that shit Mm -hmm. okay that y'all that couple and y'all y'all think that's cute i we all know those people yeah but that's a private and some of those people they got kids they happily married yeah. they fucking stay together forever whatever the fuck right there's other people that got all the right uh they check all the boxes off on all the like proper social media stances and the way their relationships look and they be miserable or they don't or they don't stay together or they you know like this shit is a crapshoot and a lot of this stuff that makes people happy isn't really about their it's not going to match the politics of and the social um the social equality and justice that everyone has in their life cuz sometimes people like shit that is otherwise quote unquote considered toxic in this society. Correct. Some some people like that shit. Some people like them a, a, a man's man and a and a gruff motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Some dudes want, want them that 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 pretty woman that they got to just take care of and shit. Motherfuckers like that shit. I don't know what to tell y'all, you know? So the thing for me is that with people creating this content, it puts it out there to be judged. And and I'm going to do Shannon Sharp the favor of not saying he's stupid. So I think I'm giving him the favor of going, hey, he's a smart dude. He wants to get into the influencer relationship you can see the transition. type of space. Yeah. I think all these people have been envious of these influencers over the last few years mm-hmm. as they've lost as they've lost a lot of freedom at, 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 at in sports as we've watched ESPN and Fox and stuff really strip the personality out of sports people. Yes, and they have. And a lot of these people that came into the game from um, – in unconventional ways through like uh skipper john skipper uh, what's his name like Mm -hmm. looking at at these different type of personalities and being like let's get a person who's not 
necessarily traditionally considered a sports person let's get them on our airwaves you know bill simmons yeah, uh, to, to draw people that otherwise wouldn't be here people that are social commentators and stuff mm-hmm. and so as they lose their gigs as as espn gets tighter and tighter on them as social media gets bigger and people are able to make money off of just having their own brand and influencers and stuff which they did not have I think before there's a bit of rebellion that is happening and especially with these contracts coming up and people knowing they might not get renewed or the money might not be the same and right. seeing the freedom that like a Dan Levitar has. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, this is not necessarily a judgment call. I'm telling you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people do stuff like Shannon Sharp go, I want to get into a different lane. Like this, this show is not about sports. It's just me and my homies talking. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it's also a product. I didn't tap your phone. It's still content. And so what the clips that go viral, the topics you choose to talk about are content. Same thing with us making this podcast is content. So you chose to talk about women farting in bed. Okay. Now your other brand is going on TV in a suit and talking sports. It might not feel like the most congruent fit. And some people are going to be like, I don't care. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I'm just saying you're playing a little bit with fire and part of it, part because part of your suit job is related to just your overall brand. And so mm-hmm. it's easy. I'm just calling it early because it's easy to do the like, oh, it's just he's just talking about dating and shit. It's no problem. But, you know, it's though there are also people within that space that uh, Shannon Sharp is trying to occupy that. uh Stephen A. Smith is trying to occupy now. There's also people that like Kevin Samuels that I did find problems with. Yes. And that some of y'all didn't, but I thought it was really bad, reprehensible shit. Mm-hmm. And I I worry about the development or what the line is going to be if they're ever, you know, because it, it, it really doesn't take much for people to go, man, it's a lot of money and attention and clicks from just saying basic that, mean shit yes we're gonna make that change and say fuck it and i hope that you know shannon has the integrity to not be like that but i i don't know i got one eyebrow raised in some of the opinions that he has because i'm like damn that's that's not only a bad opinion but i find it kind of stupid to say like you you already getting the check what what is this what is the point of you telling the world all this shit about that that's low-key kind of incel sounding like I said, we'll see where it goes, but it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. And I'm not, this isn't about Ramsey D. Jenkins. This is just the general mm-hmm. thoughts on the topic. Yeah, and also, just the public, one day they love you, tomorrow they hate you. You don't know what the line is to cause everybody to turn. Yeah, there's a big difference between saying, like, Michael Jordan's not the GOAT, LeBron is. And people people will be mad, but they'll deal with that. They feel like that's germane to sports. Right. Between saying something like, you know, well, you know, some of the stuff that we've just heard people say about women and dating and stuff. And and yeah, I I just feel like he's he's likes playing around uh with the third wire of the the th- of the, the third rail. And I uh, hope he doesn't get burned. Same. Cuz I cuz I don't dislike Shannon. I don't li- dislike Stephen A to be honest. Oh, no. So, you know, um and I, I just, I, as once again, as dudes that talk a lot, they say stuff sometimes that you're going to disagree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still find them entertaining, and I just hope that, you know, they don't cross some line to one day I'm just like, fuck, I can't even listen to this guy no more. 
Dr. Uzo82 says, Rod and Karen giving us nerd off preview on the main feed. I love it. I don't know who else needs to hear it, but the premium shows are and you freeloaders. Uh, shout out the three guys on. Oh, Flames are Flames. <laughs> you freeloaders. Uh, shout out the three guys on. Should be grateful for the freebie on this one. Uh, thank you. <laughs> AJ says, I used to have a PlayStation 2 before it got stolen, and my favorite game to play was Tekken. I also played many PC games, and one I played the most was Battle for Middle Earth. I played that game like it was a part-time job that I was not being compensated for. Child, I feel you. I've been a long-time listener of your podcast. I always look forward to what you have to say because it's funny and informative, Austin. Thank you, Austin. Mm-hmm. And lastly, EVE says, I have been waiting to get the PS5 because not enough games I was interested in was being made for that system to make it worth it. But now that GTA 6 is coming out soon, I'm going to have to go ahead and get it. They got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the power of that Grand Theft Auto, man. Damn. Yeah, that Grand Theft Auto going to bring a lot of people back. They're going to be blowing them systems off, and they're going to crank them up. Well, no, they're not going to be blowing them systems off. Oh. Because you got you to gotta have a next-gen system. Oh, you gotta, okay. Gonna, okay, my, my so bad. If you they ain't to, been playing, they're going to have to buy a PS5. Okay, my, my bad. And you be, and guess what? And you better hope the scammers don't get on top of it and buy them shits out like they did before where you can't get yeah. your hands on one if you ain't already got That's one. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Uh, no com- comments on the YouTube, but the poll was, for gamers only, what's your console of choice? Uh, the highest one was 30%. PlayStation. Switch. Ah, okay. Play so Switch was first, PlayStation was second with twenty four point two four percent. Then there were three tied for third, which was Xbox, PC, and phone with fifteen percent. Other got zero percent. Um, and then if you go look at the poll on Spotify, um, it helps if I click on the right um episode. Uh. <laughs> Let's see. It was Gaming Year Review. That's right. Uh, the poll. So number one on here is PlayStation. 40%. That makes more sense. Because they got money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number two was the Switch with 18%. Xbox was 14.8%. Uh, PC, 10%. Phone, 10%. Other, 8.2%. Um, I don't think I missed any. Oh, yeah. Phone was not was 10%. Yeah, so... Yeah, and, and a lot of it has to do with how you game. It would depend on, like I said, we have all of the systems. So I know my perspective is a little different, but but when we're talking like gaming, games in general, and gamers in general, it's normally PlayStation over everything and Xbox and then Switch. But the thing is, Switch and PlayStation outsells Xbox, you know, as far as like console sold and all that type of stuff. Uh, so I can see those numbers around. But for me personally, I is for me it's Xbox One, Switch Two, and PlayStation Three. But that's because it's the way I game. I game a little. I I, I game differently. Uh, so for me, that's my particular order. Um, no sex in the heart. Senate office building hearing room, please. Thank you. Was our Q and A? Yes. Aaron says, "What's when's the Pornhub review can coming with C U M M coming?" <laughs> and uh, you got what you wish, Aaron. Uh, Clear Lane says in the poll I chose other I recently got a Steam Deck which has the portability of a Switch but games from PlayStation Xbox I love it yeah mm-hmm. I wanted to leave other because I knew there would be people that had other shit mm-hmm. Neil says yes yell it for the perverts in the back yeah to stop fucking in the Senate office and you know what <laughs> somebody else got caught fucking in there too and it was another like gay video or something like that gay like 
but it was this time it was like a Republican staffer, which I honestly don't I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. No one gets the fuck in the goddamn center hall. We're trying to do business in here. Pass not, the fucking laws. What the fuck are we doing? This is not a crazy thing to say. And Jezebel, I'm sorry you can't like woke explain this shit with this isn't the worst thing to happen. You know, people lost the right to this right in this Senate hall. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. You know what we talking about. You can't trick me. Right. There's some places you aren't allowed to fuck for a reason. I don't think it's okay to overturn Roe v. Wade and also you should be able to fuck in there. I think both are wrong. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Stop. Oh, my God. Raphael says it's it's online one on the forum. Do you sex a lot very well or too much? If you want to work in a, a Capitol Hill, if you answer orgies, guaranteed interview. So <laughs> I was told by a guy with experience. Uh <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one, episode 28. Oh, damn. I numbered it the same number, even though it's the <laughs> number after that. Oh, so shit. I we guess we're off by one number for the rest of the episodes. I guess you need to re-edit that one. Yeah, now I need to edit it on Spotify. And <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That's what work. I'm sorry, because you do want it to be right. No, nah, I mean, of course, I'm going to okay. edit it. It's just it's, during the, it's live during the show yes. that I'm discovering this. No That's problem. No problem. <laughs> Uh man, I, that means if I did it here, I've had to do it everywhere. <laughs> guess what? That's fine. That's the guess what? The feedback show is a spot check. <laughs> yeah, thank God we do feedback shows, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, we'd have had some random person going rod. It's two episodes with the same number. Nobody caught it but me. <laughs> All right, episode twenty-eight, twenty-three. Jonathan Majors guilty and porn recap. We got. Nine comments again. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Right? Y'all out here like the Godfather Pizza dude. Right. Rest <laughs> in peace, Herman Cain. Yes. Uh, Brooklyn Shoebay says, I'm so excited when I saw the episode title because the title was, yeah, Jonathan Majors and Porn Recap. Uh, I gave a little clap because I'm always fascinated by the year in porn wrap up. You may not agree with me, but this is the best year in wrap ups. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy Lizzy Gal says, now see rod read my mind because as soon as karen said the exercise were helping her i opened my notes app and wrote down homie's name <laughs> fireworks says definitely had to chime in on that porn wrap-up it was hilarious i have two questions what is the cutoff for these wrap-ups uh like Pornhub and spotify and secondly what is the difference between ebony and black in the category section yeah there were like three different things that meant black to me if not more Mm-hmm. like ebony black, black bbc and some other it's like they all actually mean black but the way people divide porn up is very differently because in most pawns if you do black you you liable to get just about anything but if you do ebony you specifically get black people well my guess is black is that way because some porn stars have the last name black Yes. So you want to be like, if you would not like the results of just like, you don't want those in your results. You actually want just the race of black. So then you go, well, we got to have another term. You don't want to say colored. Uh, in addition to not just meaning black, uh, it also is a very uh, antiquated term. And then I think you, you end up at Ebony somehow, which, uh, yes. Yeah, wow. Um, Appia said, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, fireworks says definitely had to chime in on that porn wrap up it was hilarious i have two questions uh oh wait no it did that one appia says thank you for providing more educational content and competent commentary i feel prepared for possible conversations on this topic about porn i mean 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> we educate what people. else would you be talking about? Uh, Obvious says George Santos is obviously a bad apple, but what he said in the interview was 100% true, and he let Z Way look bad. I'm l- glad that you don't have give a platform to terrible people. That's one of the reasons I really like you. Well, that took that took learning. Yes, it did. To be honest, man, there were times back in the day we had guests on because we were so like you know hippie and loosey goosey and just fucking like yeah, go with the flow oh yeah. this person likes us let them be mm-hmm. on the show and you know we did a few uh back in the day have guests and stuff that i look back now and i wouldn't have had them on True like if they have. asked me today i'd be like no, no your brand and what you do it don't it don't it's too different from what we do and right. i don't want it to look like we co-sign what you do correct yep do your thing our, our brands don't mesh but you know that also was a time before i think we were so polarized social media wise and shit mm-hmm. like because i would even say those people might look at us now and be like why would i want to fuck with them look at their beliefs and value systems yeah um the only reason people may like that might want to fuck with us is just like look at how big their platform is compared to mine or something but not because we be on the same page right See, baby says if someone hasn't done it yet, I think someone should make an image. Of, oh, I'm sorry, and that's not to say every guest we have now is somebody that 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 we're always aligned with or we, whatever. I I do value differences of opinion. I Me do too. value comedy. I do value mm-hmm. that we're not always going to end in the same place. Mm-mm. I think a good heart is better than just the right saying the right shit all the time. Agreed. But, even with that allowance, there's still people from back in the day. I'm like, we shouldn't have had them on or we wouldn't have them on now. Right. And a lot of this, us growing and us maturing and us understanding the importance of our platform. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's a process. And then you get to the point where you go, oh, I'm a brand. Oh, I need to protect my platform. Oh, I can't let my brand mix with your brand. Oh, you're too toxic for the things we try. And on top of that, everybody's brand aren't always meant to cross over. I don't know why everybody thinks that all audiences cross over. They don't. Sometimes they do. Most of the time they don't. C-Baby says, if someone hasn't done it yet, I think someone should make an image of all those guys together as Kane, Rod, Chris, included with caption, oh, I can't wait to be Kane. Sean says, I would have gone with, it's good to be Kane, but I grew up on, I grew up on Mel Brooks. Um, well, someone did make the graphic. Uh, shout out to Great Uncle Bob, who made the, uh, and I put it on our, on our Instagram, the <laughs> Photoshop of me, Roy Wood Jr., and Chris Lambert as Kang's. That's hilarious. Uh, EVE says, I could care less if Kane gets recast or not. I didn't think he was that interesting or scary enough as a villain, especially after Thanos who bodied the Hulk. Kane got outsmarted by uh, Loki and Janet. Hey, you mean to tell me he's the big bad of the next Marvel phase? No, thanks. I would love for Marvel to focus on getting the X-Men and Fantastic Four right. I can understand why hentai is so popular. Anime already has those women with exaggerated bodies, and a lot of people love anime characters. Plus, hentai for story, has storylines without bad acting. Yes, I watch it. Don't judge me. We not judging. Um, we not judging. You wrote in. Right, because y'all know hentai is my jam. I love cartoons. Yeah, I think also there's a safety in it. Mm-hmm. And knowing that this isn't really happening to anyone. Agreed. Even on a pseudo level, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause there's live action hentai stuff too. Um, I, and I don't know how much views that gets, but right. I know with animation, there's like a cognitive dissonance of like, Hey, this is just all fantasy and not real. And it's okay. Yes, sir. And I think a lot of times people go to pornography to see like taboo and toxic fantasies and stuff that, 
played out that aren't and toxic by that if it was real it would be toxic like yes i do not believe two years ago when incest was the number one category i do not believe everybody is like i want to go have sex with my motherfucking relatives right but i think the idea of some porn actors pretending that's a scenario wasn't was enticing to them agreed um and that's you know and i think that's that's something people don't acknowledge about porn because we're so puritanical and we're so like this is we can't we don't want to and meanwhile you're watching it meanwhile you're consuming it but you don't want to go to full place of like but yeah that's kind of you know like i recognize that that's not real Yes, and there are people that watch porn, watch certain categories, enjoy certain things that they would not want those actions happening to them. It's just something that they just enjoy to watch. And and, and like you said, it's a separation. And, you know, it's one of those things where people go, well, if you watch it, you must want that to happen to you. And that's not true. Um, Then let's see if we had any comments on YouTube for this episode. No comments. So let's go to the uh, polls for this episode, which is do you watch porn, yes or no? 83% of our audience, yes. 17% no. Same exact percentage, basically, on uh, Spotify, which is very interesting that those are this the same so yeah the vast majority of people do you mm-hmm. know i just wish people could be a little less uptight about it you right know? but it's, it is what it is we you know this is a country founded on religion so it's never gonna be uh too you know <laughs> too too understanding we all gotta play the role of like oh my god and then be like yeah but really though that, that i like that video uh what's her name <laughs> yeah they love that what's her name who is she uh, and then uh, the the Q and A was twenty one savage, and uh, Tamara says I voted no on the poll because I read romance novels. Same shit I've read them too. This porn. Roger says, "Come on, who knew? Who knew?"s theme. Who the hell is Z Wave? Reminds me of when my aunt said, "Who the hell is Kelly Rowland at the cookout?" <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, James says, "So DC porn viewers really do like Black Patrol, huh?" Yeah, because their mm-hmm. their uh category was what was it like thick police officers or something? Thick police yeah, woman? A thick booty, big booty police woman, something, something like that. that. Yes. Yeah. I was like, They I might mean, as well say thickums, thickums cops. And black <laughs> and like I said, Black Patrol is about uh uh white women well not white, but well non black women non-black. that that harass black men under arrest and, and make them have sex with them and i assume that had to stop because it, it did stop i assume it had to stop once like black lives matter came to prominence yeah it was like we can't it was like this, we gotta y'all. get the fuck out of here uh while the getting's good mm-hmm. um but yeah there's people i still know people mad about that series years later uh tia john which once again i go back to understand that a lot of times people want to watch the taboo shit it ain't yes i don't think they really co-sign that agreed tia says in it uh aaron says elastic girl is mrs incredible's hero name before she married mr incredible okay mm, thank okay, you thank I you alumni says did they forget my girl sarah J and queen rogue i love fat asses well you might love fat asses but i guess the general masses of pornhub Still have a, 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 a affinity very... for a certain type of white woman, mm-hmm. um, and then also I think um, it's 
just racism. It's just fucking racism. Yes, sir. Yeah, like I know all the I know all the thick porn stars, you know. Um, and it's yeah, they don't never make the list. They don't mm-hmm. never be near the top unless it's like they like they'll give like one thick white woman and on she, the list every year. Yeah, and she is like. 15 10 to 15 pounds a little heavier than the rest of them it ain't like you know really thick yeah my point is just they'll put one thick white one like they mm-hmm. they don't really be trying to 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 do that i'm surprised they don't ever make a list of that stuff that would be nice to if Pornhub could add like a list of like the top black stars the top you know yeah bbw the yeah. top i think that would be yeah, interesting the top asian stars yes break them out like that because then then you would get a, a, a different perspective. Yeah, I think it, excuse me, I think it would just be interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Raphael says, Pornhub recap was fun to read. I read it, read it all and wanted to shout out Egypt for not hiding behind a VPN. I know that's why Nigeria wasn't high on the list, but I'm an undercover reporter, so I like Kang. Uh, and Lisa says, regarding car masters, I'm dying laughing. Constance, the woman with big boobs, is gorgeous, and she's amazing with engines. I know nothing about cars. The show is actually great, and I stare at her boobs, too. <laughs> Lisa, we all staring at boobs over here, okay? I wish people That's would be... how they got you. You talk about cars, next thing you know, you got Netflix queue by boobs and cars. I wish people would be a little more honest about that, okay? And it's not just men. Everyone's staring at big boobs, okay? We all know that famous picture of uh marilyn monroe i forget who she was sitting next to but that woman was looking like damn look at them titties they are sitting it's like yeah <laughs> your girl know the titties is sitting before you do you know yes it is what it is um episode 2324 is an all dracarys episode mm-hmm. we had six comments um Abia says, printers are my least favorite machines. I don't trust them. My printer sometimes worked with the app, sometimes with the other. Sometimes he, oh, it's a he for sure, just refuses to communicate with anything. Sometimes he just does the local network, not Wi-Fi. It's a pretty new HP model, pretty new HP problem. I know all his tricks now, and so I will find a way, but he is like all his brothers before, a bitch. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Everything you're saying yes. is facts. Connect, disconnect, don't recognize nothing, recognize something. Okay, I print, and then you try to print it again. It's like, oh, I don't recognize this. You're like, the fuck is this? And then you send the signal out. You go, you go to, you go over there to the um, the printer. And the printer's like, I don't see nothing. You're like, okay, I guess. Yeah, this is a read. This is up there with uh, you're a mean one, Mister Print. Yes, Mister Print uh to spite him i almost want paperless we can do taxes without paper here take this you printer bitch uh dream i dream about a time when he has to move out for all his bad behavior like a bad ex-boyfriend who got broken up with she also says it's part of my job to plan events and deal with expenses on the company credit card from my account and get it back from the company in the amount up to uh several thousands of euros i'm luckily extremely organized and do all the stuff in the right way but of the uh job is also the possibility of an audit several years after the event it happens once was me and i came out 100 percent clear but it was not fun the good thing about it you just deal with it and it becomes normal you know all the questions and what to do with them 
Yeah, you have to keep shit in order. You have to keep files on order. You have to hold on receipts. Like, it, it is not a joke. Shoe Booty says, Printer Talk made me want to have road rage as I was driving and just your cars all over the route 287. That shit never works, never. Doesn't matter if it's personal or professional, whether you got an hour or all day, you want to print, you're going to have a hard time. It ain't you, it ain't me, it's printers. They never want to do their fucking job, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's always been like that all the way back to the dot matrix printer it's like you try to hit print and you're like what what's wrong <laughs> like what what's your what, problem what's wrong I, I i need black and white but you need magenta bitch i need black and black is full you go Mm-mm, you need future what the fuck future got to do with black i don't know but uh you need purple and you're like this don't make sense i forget who did send it to us but someone sent a funny like instagram a uh, clip of somebody that was uh pretending to be like a, a printer or something like the like as a joke and <laughs> it was it was so funny it was like yes this is exactly what the fuck we be talking about on the show so um but yeah back to this eve says uh oh i'm sorry uh, no, Ramsey D. Jenga says, I love a good old Dracarys episode. Five stars. I use Smile Direct Club and my bottom teeth were not straightened. I uh, know I was looking for a quick fix. I finished paying for them in May, 2023. Then they had a nerd to send me information about filing for bankruptcy. Mm-mm-mm. Eve says, I was seeing on social media, a lot of people who use smile direct said that they fucked up their teeth and they eventually had to go to an orthodontist. Anyway, mm. they seem like a scam and I would be damned if I had to pay despite them not rendering services, they would have to take me to court because I'm not paying shit. That, that's my whole thing. That's my it, my whole thing. That you're gonna have to deem my, do what you got to do. I'll let it sit. You're not getting another goddamn dime for me. You file for bankruptcy. And when I remember when that stuff first came out, as somebody who has had you know uh, uh, braces and shit like that, I was like, oh, you got to go to a doctor, doctor. They can't you know do this by Zoom and send you some shit. They need to look at your mouth. Be sure your shit is doing right. Be sure your progression is correct. Like the fuck is this? She goes on to say the Christian Keys thing could be legit, but people are speculating like they know who it is, even though he hasn't said who. He has the right to speak out against his assaulter, but I always wonder what's the point of going public without naming names unless you want content for yourself because many names get tossed around uh, who may not be involved. And if you see someone's name constantly coming up and it isn't them, why not say it wasn't them? That seems kind of shady, but it will be interesting how this plays out or if anyone will ever even be talking about this in a week or so when the Epstein list is released, uh, unsealed. People have short attention spans. Yeah, like I said, man, I, I don't know what to make of his shit because it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me the way he's doing it. Mm. And I don't know why you would do something that way. And, you know, I, I think the other part is no matter how liberal people are, people love speculating about who might be gay. Yes, they and do. I think low key is homophobic. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I think people engage even, in it all the time. Yeah, even people. I think. That's quote unquote allies on the on on the on the I support them. You be like, you see that comment? You be like, nah, I don't know now. Like this right here is actually contradictory to everything you quote unquote say you stand for. Yeah, and I I feel like people like getting that shut off because a lot of what liberal stuff is online is like withholding yourself from engaging in the immature shit that that can be harmful in other hands or whatever. And then here's your one get out of jail free card of like, Ooh, I get to make jokes about, is he getting fucked in his ass? Cause that's hilarious. And so now you gotta, 
the whole like power bottom and all this shit. And I try my best to just not participate in those kind of jokes because just to me is in addition to being like kind of hack right. it's, it's not really funny to me Mm-mm. in that way but i get that it's funny to other people and if enough people are doing it on both sides of that conversation i who am i to tell people they can't make those jokes so i just let people do it but yeah i see it all the time it's ha 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 will smith might be gay ha 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 td jakes might be gay ha ha even in cases of, dwight howard might be gay even in cases of extreme allegations like abuse rape sexual harassment people are like ha 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 the real joke here is that someone might be gay uh trey says hey rod and karen thank you for speaking out about navy federal credit union story as someone who works at a financial institution i'm shocked every time these stories about these banks but doing some cricket illegal or in this just case just blatantly racist shit to customers happens do these banks not have internal audit and or compliance departments? And also, do they not have compliance training either? We have yearly compliance e-courses we have to take at my job, which about include two about Home Mortgage Disclosure Act and Fair Housing Act, which both most suddenly talk about how discriminating based on race is illegal as fuck. Yeah, man, I think... They, they probably do, but if it's the culture and they just don't give a fuck, this is the end results. And... You know, and not trying funny when they do their audit. Who knows what numbers they get the federal government? That you know, they don't always quote unquote tell the truth until somebody. Well, these numbers were to. discovered by the federal government. Okay, but but my point is just uh, racism has its own logic. Yes, that supersedes every fucking thing else. It's it's how you know movies that with diverse cast and pitch to diverse audiences worldwide seem to be the ones that you know were making a lot of money for a while and yet you know when the sony leak happened it was can we even sell a denzel film overseas right racism just doesn't give a fuck about logic Mm -hmm. you know uh this story mixed with that well fargo story of them signing people up for accounts they didn't authorize authorize them to make uh makes my blood more boil because somebody should be going to jail for this shit not only a fine but go to motherfucking jail right all i know is a class action lawsuit is going to be lit lol yeah that's one reason you can i i say uh restorative justice is definitely possible in america because we already have it for certain segments of society right the motherfuckers that do racist shit at the jail or i mean at the uh bank they got it they got restored. Here's some money, say contrition. You don't worry about jail. Are you fine? Just don't do it again. That's they got it. But you still a motherfucking uh, catalytic converter. Your ass is good in fifteen to twenty. You know yes, it's different. You are. Thanks for all the care for all the joy you brought me by doing podcasts. And I hope y'all have a merry Christmas. Also, congrats on five hundred episodes of Balls D Sports. Thanks, Trey. Uh, let's see any comments on youtube for this one one comment but it's not showing from who or what so maybe it was spam it got deleted mm-hmm. happens sometimes uh oh wait no here it is ebony says the fact that i'm just now today hearing about smile direct club is wow although i haven't ordered retainers in a while i'm surprised that i didn't receive any customer notifications that i needed to seek alternatives shaking my head also you also, you are in Smile Direct, and they didn't fucking tell you. Wow! God damn! Anyway, breaking news on the podcast. Right? <laughs> you gonna get a lot of zoom though. 
I hate that they're going out of business, though, because the product worked really well for me. And they had the best lip balm, random, I know. But when you wear those aligners, you can become a mouth breather, thus parched lips. Mm, that's dope. I'm, I'm glad it was working for you. And I'm sorry that they did you like. They just left you high and tried. <laughs> yes, they did. You listen to your favorite podcast going, what? Wait a minute, this directly impact me. Why ain't I got one in the mail? Right. No email, no nothing. Right. Um, all right. Well, let's um go to the poll, which is should the TSA allow passengers to do self service? Uh, in this situation that they're talking about, yes. Let me tell you why. They got your address, your telephone number. You already got fingerprints. They know everything about you. Now, do not try to find it. A general pop, no. Mm-hmm. Well, forty one percent of people agree with you. Fifty nine percent do not. And on Spotify, 22% of people agree, 77% do not, uh, which I think you break those percentages down, that's probably who else I TSA pre-check. Uh, Q&A, don't pay Smile Direct Club. Smile Direct Club, the AI dentist says Christian Cone. Not yes. the AI dentist. Yes, that's, that's it. You know what? You know what? That's right. The AI dentist, they out here trying to do shit. And hey, guess what, y'all? We know AI don't work. You know what? A human being got to fix the errors of AI. And he put AI in quotes. It's perfect, perfect. Uh, Ms. Barnes says, orthodontia is already a grip as is. I cannot imagine the emergency calls to the dentist's office shaking my damn head. Right. I wonder if dentists are like, yes, because they've got they phones got to be blowing up. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah says, no, nah, but I bought a car in June with stereotypical credit. The, a- the APR is 24%. I'm dropping seven fifty a month. My last car was 2020 in 2020 was 14%, 408 a month. Oh, yeah, I just got to keep getting my engine fixed, dog. I, ain't that the truth? I'm scared. I'm scared as hell. Child, we just got to replace that timer belt I might and have, keep I th- it trucking. I think the first apartment I ever had was less than that. It was. I think it was less than that. It was, baby. That just tells you how old we are, but still. Uh, all right, last episode uh, to discuss in this way is 2824 up, down, and to the side. Apia says every abuser should face consequences. This stuff with Ezra Miller was disgusting. For example, that person seems to be a manipulative criminal. That's bad for even if it's the best actor ever. It if Majors was convinced, uh, convicted on some old incident instead of that one on trial, he could legally fight it. But I see it's messy. But we really don't know what evidence the jury has seen. Some things change for the better. Weinstein will little, likely die in prison for his crimes, and he was a very powerful white man. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, I'm not, I don't ever want to make the argument of what white men get is what black men should get. I think that's stupid, and I think it's reductive, and I think it says more about entitlement than it says about anything else. That being said, I don't think there's any harm in acknowledging the clear double standard once you throw race into these discussions where the vast majority of white actors and that have done shit like this not only continue to work which Jonathan Majors may continue to work people are acting like his yeah. career is over and they said the same thing about uh the dude from Nat Nat uh Nat Turner yeah what and he works he just will never be the star that he was on path to being correct um and 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 I, to a certain extent, I think Mel Gibson, who continues to work, is not the star Mel Gibson was 
in the past he's no but he's, he's a different he's a guy playing bad guy roles on tv shows and streaming shows now mm-hmm, but he's still getting money right but i like i think what happens is when people say canceled there's two meanings and they don't want to elaborate on which one it just depends on what side of the aisle they're on but what they Agreed. normally act like they act like the person's getting a death penalty which is almost never the case right because because they're going to work then but then the other definition is more of a we don't like this person and we're always going to bring this shit up that one happens a lot Mm -hmm. and there are certain people that seem to be exempted from that yes it like a like a brad pitt you know seems to be exempt from people bringing up like hey man every time we see your name we should probably say didn't you choke one of your kids and like you know didn't angelina jolie accuse you of abuse and all this stuff nah we he just hey brad partying with 25 year old girl at his at his birthday 60th birthday party good old brad pitt you know like it is what it is in that there is a double standard and ezra miller's to me the most uh germane double standard to point out with jonathan majors because ezra miller did a spree of shit in a very short period of time right and wb was actively like they are too good of an actor and we're going to stick beside them and i think you can't there's no way to not acknowledge that elephant in the room right uh shoe booty says male motherfucker gibson i'll speak of the devil speak of the white devil uh prime example of letting terrible white dudes off the hook sean penn mark Wahlberg. And Oppie says, oh, there are so many. The consequences are the exception in that we even get some consequences that sometimes it's pretty new. EVE says, I think Jonathan Major's career is basically over. He may probably get work here and there, most black projects, mostly black projects, but I doubt it will be on the same trajectory as it was before. Yeah, I doubt it'll be on the same trajectory, but I I doubt his career is over. All right, I really career, do. His career's not over. I mean, one, he's a very talented actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, no offense to Nat Park, Nate Parker. That was his name, Nat Parker. You said Nate Turner. Oh. Nat Turner. Nat to my Nate bad. Parker. No offense to Nate Parker. Oh, he played Nat Turner. Yeah. Okay, that's why I said Nat. That was like, it's a reason why I said Nat Turner. <laughs> no offense to Nate Parker, but I think Jonathan Majors is a better actor than him. And, I agree. And he may at some point have some, some uh, he may have a more prominent career than uh, Nate Parker did mm-hmm. after his stuff. Uh, I do believe he's guilty of at least past abuse, so I don't feel too bad about it. And while the double standard sucks in that a white actor would probably continue to get work instead of wishing he gets let off the hook because white actors are, we should wish more white actors were held accountable as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And honestly, like, the the Jonathan Majors thing is interesting to me in that it doesn't really seem like people care about the just depending on who you're talking to people don't really seem to care about those the text messages are just that's it like the text messages are he definitely seemed like he hit he that woman in something. the head and said don't go to the hospital something. i don't even know what we fighting about like what what am i as a black person getting out of jonathan majors continuing to be kang or putting out magazine dreams i I don't see what the what the what's in it for me that i that i need to be fighting for him like he's a black leader he's he's a he's he's just a actor like like y'all laughed at him for saying i'm a great man and i need coretta scott king but then you acted like he's 
fucking a great man who yep. needs a credit Scott King. He's like, yep. he just acted. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not wishing any ill will on him. Mm-mm. If he would have continued to be Kang, it's not like I would have been like, well, God damn, I'm fucking done with Marvel. It, I just get it. It just, yeah, it look, it's a real bad look. And I see why they will be like, in this time of upheaval, where we're moving all kinds of shit around, get, get letting people go. You got to go too. Yes, sir. And And also people don't let shit go anyway so like this whole idea if they would have said if marvel would have said we sticking with them everybody would have been like well fine by me no, no. then people would have been like oh so y'all like y'all think it's okay to do nah fuck mm-hmm. that the parents of the two-year-old who was forced to reenact rosa parks getting arrested have shown so much more restraint than i would have because hands would be laid on that teacher if that was my child i hear you and we had uh i think one comment for the yeah one comment for the youtube video for 2824 up down into the side jay full says does karen wear her bonnet on her work zoom calls no i do not all right uh i i, I just yank it off real quick because it's not tight so i just feel like oops yeah. <laughs> uh and then the poll was would you take a vaccine to lower your cholesterol yes or no yes 80 percent of our audience says yes 20 percent say no um when it comes to spotify um oh i added an extra option for the spotify that i didn't do on our website my bad but it's would you take the vaccine to lower your cholesterol yes no it's got the 5g in it 11 <laughs> percent think it's got the 5g oh no of the rest it's 63 percent yes 26 six percent no <laughs> that's hilarious so um <laughs> and the q a was hospital potatoes roger pj says i think that the dr jackie video popped up because she just had an interview with vp kamala harris to platform advocating for black women maternity survival so i think this clip was brought to throw brought up to throw dirt on her oh so is it this you got it Cheyenne says Olive Garden did that too. Set out baked potatoes bar in the back. The servers went back and forth, serving at the same time. So y'all didn't even get like a time catering service. Not fuck catering. Y'all didn't even get a time to eat the fucking shitty potatoes. Oh, like they so didn't even say it. like, listen, for this thirty minutes, y'all just eat the potatoes and fellowship as co-work. Right. They were like, uh, table three need need uh, parmesan. So you finish your little baked potato when you get back. Merry Christmas. Oh, kiss my ass. Uh, holidays from here, we're family. Mm-hmm. Family. Mm-hmm. Family my ass. A bad family. Good mm-hmm. times family. Uh, all right. Let's get into another segment. Okay. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about, but y'all know what y'all came here to hear. For the gram, 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 doing it for the gram, keeping up with the theme on the Instagram, the black guy who tips. I posted a picture of me and Karen's pizza. And what is the worst thing your job gave you instead of a monetary bonus? Oh no! Ain't no telling what. Uh, yeah. Ooh, Chad, these guy can't even imagine the comments. Uh, a lot of short answers. Um, candy. Candy. Yeah. Instead I of, want candy. Sorry. Miss <laughs> Barnes says an honorable mention. 
What does that did, even mean? I don't know. Did they did they give you a, a well one of them paper wars they printed on the on the printers? A pen? Nothing. Well, that I mean, yeah. <laughs> My, I'm sorry. Shout out to Aquatine Hunger Force when that that candy. I'm sorry, I had to break out into a song every time I hear that. A rock, a literal rock that said "You rock," says Mucho Mama with an angry face. <gasps> Ooh, child! I'm surprised somebody didn't throw that rock back at them. <laughs> Miss Super CK says depression. Oh no. That's terrible. DJ Java says in my first job as a printer years ago, I got a cheap ass box of chocolates and a company Christmas card that I printed. Then the <gasps> next year I got frozen a frozen chicken, not a turkey, a chicken for fuck's sake. A chicken. That's a weird one. Uh Eso Rar says pens and a lanyard with the name of the company. Yeah, what am I use that for? Right. And he put my name on it yeah what uh damien says a blue plastic star i told a guy i told on a guy stealing thirty eight hundred dollars worth of camp rental money i should have let him keep it ha <laughs> uh flicks chick g says the response of laughter when i asked for a raise or bonus for taking on a whole manager role on top of my role because the dude quit right before the team was launching i did the damn thing and when i asked about monetary recognition my boss laughed it was that moment that i knew let it all burn yeah i you, don't you laugh in my motherfucking face get out of here yeah something like that you laugh my face not so funny i lie but to quit like i'm alive okay since it's funny be funny without meeting him yeah, people say, I hope you... Oh, someone said, same thing happened to me, so triggering. She said, I hope you left the country. Company, company. Sorry, mm-hmm. company. Risa says, $5 gift card. Five? Mm-hmm. I got five on it. Apparently, they did have five. Bokai says, a tool kit. fuck am I do with a tool kit? Fix your face. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> what you're going to have to do. <laughs> yeah. With that tool kit, you're going to have to... Chisel that frown into a smile, apparently. His wife for life says a lottery ticket. I lost. Lay Love says, I know you said instead of money, but I got a surprise bonus today, and over half of it was ate up by taxes. I'm hot as fish grease right now. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, on this thread, you in the wrong place. Yeah, this ain't People talking about getting candy, and you're like, oh, they took a lot of the money they gave me, so you don't count, Lay Love. Yeah, you don't count. Uh, A $5 Starbucks gift card. Mm, I've gotten that before. Carmel twenty says cookies and apple cider. Harris Gun says that glue sanitizer during COVID. Oh, oh, not in a good sanitizer. Sanitizer they basically stick your fucking hands together. Uh, a lapel pin is always the darn pizza shaking my head. They love that goddamn pizza, don't they? Dana Dana Lanier says. One of the subscription boxes filled with bougie vegan snacks that tasted like ass. <laughs> Trying oh. to make you be healthy. <laughs> right. A recognition email to the department. Someone said same, which included more responsibility. <laughs> Damn. Nah. Hey, congratulate. We recognize your hard work. Also, we're going to need y'all to start staying in on Saturdays. Mm-mm. A bland holiday party where I had to talk to people I didn't want to talk to. Uh, during work or a, a party it was paid at least but i would have preferred to just go back to the house by humbug yeah and something else they love to do with the holiday parties particularly if your company doesn't do like holiday parties after hours mm-hmm. they love to do a holiday party in the middle of the week 
and then turn around and have everybody take their own personal lunch break, whatever your lunch break is, mm-hmm. and pay you for it. But, bitch, I want my lunch time. I want to be able to go what I want. Well, like, I'm here stuck with y'all when I would rather be doing anything else. Like, you're wasting my time. Ariel says a card and ugly sweater contest at 5.30 p.m. today, our last day before Christmas, but I work for the government. So that just means you got to stay late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A $5 Subway gift card with no money on it. What? <laughs> and there's somebody already spent the five? How is it a $5 card if it has no money on it? <laughs> right. Uh, I It wasn't my current job, but a former job decided to switch policy at random and decided that instead of holiday bonuses, they became performance bonuses that would come out of our yearly review. Good luck if you had planned on using that holiday bonus to buy gifts, which I often did. Of course, they didn't tell us in, until a week before Christmas. Right. Right. Because they know they told people ahead of time people would have been pissed. Well, they were probably more pissed to not have that time to know. Uh, the Lucky Nun says, when I worked for the local hospital one year, they decided to give employees $20 gift certificate, redeemable at the overpriced hospital gift shop. Instead of the usual $25 cash bonus, the board of trustees awarded the CEO a six-figure bonus for being so thrifty. Fuck. Delasia says, my job likes to give us jackets and Yeti thermoses with their logo on them, but the worst gift they got us was a Christmas basket full of random junk like coffee. I don't drink coffee, a puzzle, a book, cookies, and other random shit I probably threw away. They also catered a disgusting dry-ass Thanksgiving meal this year from an Israeli cafe bakery. That place don't even do Thanksgiving food. I think they was just trying to make a statement of solidarity with Israel. Oh. Well, also, like, with wouldn't they be open you know like because ethnic food is normally what's open on american holidays mm-hmm. uh yeah so that's that's wild um and someone said that thanksgiving shit was out of line and then she said realize 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 word to ride on that one uh monica says my former place of employment ran the gamut from four hundred dollars to not a damn thing at times uh black widow when i want to says my current job just adds a few grand to our 401k at christmas but in the past i had a boss give me a pail of coal it was chunks of black licorice candy it was a fitting gift because i was naughty mean as fuck i hated christmas but i love black licorice okay well that doesn't sound like that bad a gift uh s jones too says a card asking us to give to a charity nigga i'm a charity White Label America says, as a teenager living in Ibadan, I ran a poultry for my uncle. Uh, that nigga still brags to this day about how the chickens I raised while going to high school were the fattest around, hence they're selling out quickly. And what did I get as payment? An IOU and chicken thighs with my obligatory Christmas jollof rice. Uh, these Afrobeat kids of today don't know how good they got it. A Kang was born watching that man count all that money. Over 300 chickens couldn't give me one. Just wait after I fix my time machine. Y'all fucked. Play Kang, gonna <laughs> give, give it to you. Uh, <laughs> the Rare Element says, I lay off a day, a layoff the day before my 20th anniversary and I got a Kindle for a bonus. Damn. I was like, you got time to read. <laughs> Plenty of time, apparently. An umbrella that broke the first time I used it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. A memory stick to help me do and save more work, I suppose. <laughs> High blood pressure. 
a fifteen dollar Visa gift card that taxed at twenty five percent. They could have kept that. Someone replied, laid off instead of getting the raise. I was supposed to get at the end of my third year. There, I was told they were doing budget cuts. Well, that's not really a gift at all. Mm-mm. Appia's mom says we can also reward colleagues with spark points and have a hundred euro budget for it. You can write a nice thank you card, for example, a cute dog uh on it and the word inspired no way to avoid it but okay on it uh you can attach a text and give a helpful co- helpful colleague for exchange for example 20 uh i have no idea what spark points are Mm-mm. bam bam cam says a company sweatshirt that was irregular <laughs> not one sleeve too long <laughs> not one just didn't fit right the, the the seam off domino's gift card uh, someone says, "Work. I work for the government job, so we don't get bonuses. But before COVID, management would treat us to catered food. One year, it was Mexican food, which I love. This slot was some of the nastiest food. But this slot was some of the nastiest food ever. Toss mine out. Turned out, the same restaurant was shut down several months later for multiple health code violations. Mm-hmm. I stopped participating in these celebrations and would go out and get some good food. One year, I walked in with In-N-Out burger bags to the chagrin of coworkers." Yeah, I I feel you on that one. That's very frustrating because it depends on who does the budget because sometimes the people who are actually doing this catering, they're trying to do what is the cheapest thing possible for the most amount of food. So a lot of times, depending on, on it, they'll, they'll do like a lot of them love that barbecue. They love that shredded shit. As you can feed more people and it stretches across, you know, because like the real quote-unquote catering catering costs more per person. But you don't want to give a fucking bonus. At least spend the money somewhere if you're going to spend the money. And I don't blame you. I wouldn't participate in either. Uh, someone said, I hope with lots of onions on those burgers. Uh, ah! They gave us coupons for ice cream. Only redeemable at Publix. I would, it was only like a dollar off, too. What? Uh, homemade desserts. How much homemade desserts? Mm-mm. Right? Homemade? I Mm-mm. thought you were a company. I worked for a local TV station at the time, and when we worked, the holiday we only got one chick-fil-a sandwich every year someone said taco cabana box lunch uh my job had a pizza party with a hundred dollar gift card drawing right before the draw my boss announced there would be a second place drawing where the winner gets to take home the leftover pizza my name was drawn first which my boss decided was the second place so i was gifted leftover pizza the worst part is that after they made us hold the theatrical giant check for the gift card winner that picture was plastered all over linkedin and facebook and i would describe my face as some combination of unhinged disturbed and potentially violent (laughs) oh damn Yep, a gift certificate for a salon where I was told none of the stylists did my kind of hair. God damn. <laughs> What's the point of it then? Right, a paper certificate. They, the point was they thought a white person would win. Right. Someone said potatoes. I'm like, you work at that hospital? <laughs> right, right. Not for the company I worked for, but part of my crew had to assist some contractors finishing a the job. They were thankful they were helped out, and there was a promise of lunch. We were thinking we would get barbecue, and all 10 of us cracked up when we were awarded an 8-inch plate-sized uh, meat tray. Hmm. A three-day working work weekend. Three-day weekend. Okay. Abby's mom says, we're only allowed to get spark points. Oh, so her other comments was in response to this. Okay. Points you can get yourself. Uh, Amazon vouchers or similar stuff for. Our presents are verbot- our other presents are verbot- forbidden, basically. Big Pharma don't does doing great again i'm sorry but it's good 
uh, an ice scraper. Botan Batty says an evaluation that said if they had the budget to give me a raise, then they would have never got the raise. Damn. Damn. Well, we ain't got it, but you're doing a good job. That's crazy. Right. Branded work merch such as scarves and hats. Yeah, those are always the worst. Where yeah. am I wear that? Right. No one but here. No one's ever been like, God damn, that is a cool ass uh, corporate hat. Where you get that from? Where you get that logo the corporation? from? Corporation? <laughs> yes. God, wow. You know, that's a trend. Everybody wearing the logos of a company they don't work for. Nobody was ever, yeah, no one was ever like going into the store. You never went into like a fucking gap and been like, oh, okay. Okay. They they really got, you know, Inkle Fine and Lauren Smith uh, accounting in here. <laughs> Shit, that's what's up. Uh, all right. Rocking that Johnson and Johnson, I see. All right, this. that's doing it for the gram. It's time to get into uh, some, um, um, what was I going to say? Voicemails? Voicemails, yeah. This is your last chance. After this, there's no turning back. You take the blue pill. Story ends. Wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole all right voicemail time uh before we get red pilled i i don't know that feel like i might come back from this break and be like <laughs> and the problem is women be asking for too much <laughs> wait a minute let me blow this ash off myself <laughs> right you be from psycho, psycho music got a different type of show all right vo- first voicemail Hi, Rod and Karen. Raphael here, the number one hustler. So, listening to episode 2823 and the talk about CSA going automation reminded me of uh, a trip I took earlier this year to Amsterdam. Well, coming back from Amsterdam. And uh, actually, they have something like that over there, you know, hustler kind of you know, do undercover stuff. And I didn't realize it because coming back, you know, if you have American passport, um, I know you guys say America's ghetto, but yeah, you qualify for that. And I, I thought being black, you know, the machine would recognize me, but uh, I was even wearing a hat. I was like, do I take off the hat? There was no instructions. So I went through the machine and just went through. And the guy stopped my passport. I was like, all right, get out. Get out of our country. Said, okay. Right, it's cool. So a lot of people who had uh, lesser passports, well, no offense to you guys, but uh, the passports suck. I'm free. So bougie. American, EU, and uh, I think Hong Kong and some other passports. Yeah, we're the chosen ones. And I was like, wow, look at that. You all standing in line. Well, sucks to be you. And yeah, so uh, there was no going to stand in line for Well, I guess, yeah, they had the TSA team later on but uh i think that's what they're copying mm. that uh you know you go through something like that and i was like oh okay so yeah you just brought that to mind because i completely forgot about it until you guys brought the story up so i'm like i guess they're catching up to other countries doing something similar because i guess the machines scam my buddy let me feel like i was going through a james bond movie all righty i'll come i'll call you guys later on with something else i don't think it'll be 
All right. Uh, no problem. They have they do have this thing called clear that's similar to that. Do you have to pay like an extra fee on it? But it's similar to that where they basically scan you when you walk through and they basically scan you and you could just kind of go through. But yeah, I'm not sure if that's like that. Sound like they just basically just scan your face or scan your body and be like, yo, you good. Yeah, I uh I think that's so American that we're late on something but acting like we first, you know. Come on, we're number one. Yeah. We always number one. All right, next one is for alumni. You left three voicemails. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Alumni, your favorite councilman out of Binghamton, New York. I'm calling uh, to talk about that episode that you was talking about voting and how important voting is um, to give you even much of an update. Uh, you know that uh, I won my seat in my district, as well as there's been other uh, five Democratic seats in other districts, um, and we would have had seven. Uh, unfortunately, it became a tie. Uh, now that we are we are led to be in power for the council seat, for our council seats, that the mayor. Jared Cram decided that he would be the one to be able to appoint the seventh candidate until they're able to get the special election. Well, unfortunately, the mayor seems to want to go against the city charter that states that the majority has the right to appoint for that seventh seat in the council. He chooses to go against the, that charter and use a second class law that states that the mayor has the right. Uh, he claims that the New York uh, Council of Mayors and stated that it supersedes the city charter. Whereas we have a lawyer of our own that has an opinion, uh, as well as the Board of Elections uh, state that we do have. Yeah, I uh, Sorry about that. So, uh, suffice it to say, we're going to war over who we shall appoint for uh, for that seat. We won't be sworn in until January 1st. And so we're now running into running to try to get and to try to get these, uh, this, to get this started here. Uh, we even released a press release to local news as well as we put on Facebook. Figure you're the only media outlet that I know of that I can talk to, though. If you might reach uh, you might reach a lot of listeners, and by with a lot of listeners, I'm hoping maybe some people can write into uh, to the city of Binghamton uh, to the mayor Jared Cram, saying that he's wrong for doing what he's doing. Uh, and I'm feeling alone because I saw this, and I mentioned this about that we should go and sign the oath book so that way we can always appoint somebody in that. But that didn't seem to work out well. Nobody listened. 
and being that that I'm the second person of color in the room, they didn't bother to listen to the first when she was talking about putting out the press release. So I just feel that the council, the council elect that we have are not listening to the people of color who happens to know white people more than they know themselves. And so I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling hurt. And I don't like the fact of that if I had power. Yeah, I cut off again. So I don't like the fact that if I had power, that it'd be usurped for me. I don't like the fact that the mayor is trying to tell us who we have as a clerk, nor who we have to appoint, who he feel like should appoint. I don't like it. And I don't like the feeling. And I don't like that my council elect other council elect candidates don't want to listen to the people of color. So I don't know what to do. I I don't know with all this stress that should I maybe should resign. Or I should keep going through this. Especially if they're not going to listen or move differently. And recognize that the people that we're trying to bipartisan with are not about bipartisan. And this is why it's important to vote. This is why it's important to vote people in office who are willing to fight and keep democracy, not take away democracy. Because in the end, this is our lives on the line. In the end, when it comes to that time where the fascist gets in office, we'll be on the chopping block. I don't know if people recognize that's why it's important to vote. That's why people die for the vote. So that's what I have to say. That's where I get off my chest. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Sorry for the three calls. All good. Thank you, man. I know it got into the weeds there, and we don't know the local Binghamton politics Politics, and stuff. But, um, you know, I think you, I believe you said you encourage people to like write in, you know, to the Bing, uh, uh, to the city. I'm not sure like exactly how they would do that, like Mm -hmm. where, but I'm sure there's got to be. Something for people that live there and stuff, there's got to be some way to write in. Yeah. Um. And then I think ultimately you talked about should you quit or something. I don't think you should. I think one, there's a presence of you being in the room to watch what happened as a witness is that is extremely important because a lot of times these things happen behind closed doors and there is nobody being transparent and there is nobody that's willing to come out and be like this was fucked up. This is what happened. This is what was said. And instead we just come out of there and go oh i guess the mayor appoints the 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 other the seventh person right and 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 we find out oh that's actually not true and there was a discussion and they didn't give a fuck um and then also like encouraging people to vote and, and so we can get people in there that will fight is part of the reason i think the tools to fight are difficult yep, you know they are. um and it's not just a uh like a physical fight you know it's whether it's protest, whether it's making a stand, maybe it's finding the by the bylaws and the loopholes that that sl- gum up the works for the majority party or the Republican Party or the what, what, like. Sometimes that might be what it is, but um, yeah, I, I also feel you and want to recognize the dejected feeling mm-hmm. of not being heard and not being listened to, 
and not being in that room and i think uh not being listened to in that room and being in that room amongst people that are essentially like we have the majority that's it we're not interested in any negotiation or bipartisanship and as you said it just it just goes back to the unavoidable point of if people gave a fuck and voted for the things they say they believe you wouldn't be in that situation you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be in charlotte we have one republican council member one and so whether you like what our city does or not shit gets done they do stuff because they're not constantly in some type of weird gridlock where it's just like well look we, we voted some republicans in we voted some democrats in and uh you know look sometimes they don't do nothing like nah i'd rather we get shit done and i think people often undercut their local stuff because i don't believe people that say i vote locally just not nationally don't no, they don't because the numbers say you don't the numbers say when it's not a national election for president, the fucking numbers drop off a goddamn cliff because people aren't really doing that shit. So, yeah, I encourage people to, to still be active and vote. And I actually think even with you feeling dejected, you calling in and saying this and giving people insight into the process is so valuable. And I would hate for people to lose that. Even if I don't know that our platform is the right place for like local bingham to politics. Right. But just the the general idea of like what's happening in your local politics matters so much. I was listening to this podcast on the media and they were talking about people who avoid the news. And one of the things the guy brought up was how there are people that consume a lot of news, consider themselves knowledgeable, can't tell you anything about their local politics. Right. Because the MSNBC isn't covering your local politics. Mm-mm. They're covering media National. stories and narratives nationally. So they can't tell you who to vote for in their city council. They can't tell you what their mayor is up to. They can't tell you anything about the budget of the local municipality. And I think that's a big hole in the information sphere that also needs to be filled, which is keeping up with local stuff. And I hope you're able to find that. Yeah, and also listening to you talk, helps solidify my perspective and my point of view a lot of people particularly on social media it's a disconnect because a lot of those people act like everything is a simple wave of the wand and you can just get people to act right it's a simple wave of the wand and all of a sudden everything that we want for can just happen and that's not true you know they don't want to participate in the system and then the people that are actually trying to do something on the inside, because the thing is you need agitation on the inside and you need agitation on the outside. You need both in order for progress and things to get done. And the thing is the people on the inside need to be powered and equipped enough where they can do their jobs to the best of their ability. And the public do, does these people a disservice when they don't vote, when they don't participate, when they don't engage themselves. Because the thing about voting here, we don't we don't think of voting as a civic duty here. We think voting as always being quote unquote optional. In other parts of the world, voting is a civic duty, and you vote because it's the quote unquote right thing to do. I'm a part of this country. I want to participate in the system. I want my voice to be heard. So it's something I must do. But in in America, it's structured very very different. Everything is a quote unquote option. So a lot of times the importance of it and the power of it uh it's not emphasized in this country and because it's not emphasized people don't know we we do a terrible job here in america as far as teaching people 
what the three branches of the government is, what they actually do. Like as time goes along and as I see people posting on social media, we have the most knowledge we've ever had, but yet we have some of the, some of the dumbest populace. But I'm going, oh, that's because a lot of people didn't didn't learn basic shit and they learned it on the fly for some people. They don't understand what uh, power, what branches, what branches of the government has what power and what their limitation of their power actually is. And so you see people going around with misinformation, wrong information, uh, going around with hoax and things that are not true. When somebody like you going, hey, hey, y'all, I actually deal with this and this is the bullshit that I'm dealing with. And when you come out and tell them, they act like the shit that you're saying is not true because it's not an easy fix. Nothing is an easy fix. You have to participate in something if you want something to change. You can't just sit and complain, 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 complain. Don't put no skin in the game and then act, and then want to play the victim. Yeah, basic civics. You know, people don't know it. See, we see people ranting and raving all the time about shit that, how did you not know this? We learned this early, but yeah. All right, last voicemail from Terrence. Hey, y'all, it's your man, the Internet's Tayrail 713. This has absolutely nothing to do with what occurred on the show this week, unless it happened at some point I have not caught up to. It just happened to be, you know, it just happens to be the Christmas season. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Happy New Year and all that. And I was at the spot the other day doing some uh, stocking stuffer shopping and came across some sake. And I was like, oh, shit, I have not mixed sake and eggnog in the, in a few seasons now. And I know that was a joint y'all came up with. So mm-hmm. I copped some sake and I got some of the best eggnog ever in my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, yo, I cannot wait to mix that up again and yes. have that wonderful drink that y'all put me on to. I don't know if y'all created it, but you certainly put me on to. And so I thought I'd uh, show some love, send y'all some Christmas greetings. Merry Christmas to you and, and you and yours, as I said earlier. And uh, I'm telling you right now, y'all, don't forget about a shot of sake and a cup of eggnog. Shoot that. Man, fantastic. Thanks again, y'all. Have a good one. Yeah, we absolutely did create that. Because um, I remember at the time trying to look up to see if anyone else had made it, if it was a recipe anywhere else. Uh, what he's referring to is a long time, time ago. ago. But I want to say when we first started the show, basically, mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, a drink that we called the Nagasaki Bomb. Mm-hmm. And it was you take eggnog and some sake. You take a cup of eggnog and you drop the sake in it. Uh, very inappropriate. We actually had a white listener who wrote in to, to talk about how much he hated that we made that joke and all this shit, which I get it. But OK, uh, you know, like what? All right, we made the joke. We can't unmake the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was that, that shit was hitting though. It's absolutely. We haven't had yeah. it in a while either. You making me think about it. it was absolutely delicious. Yeah, it was very. It was. It was extremely good. Extremely good. So, but uh, yeah. Also, I do get that. It was also extremely offensive to people. So, mm-hmm. it just depends on uh, what kind of person you are. Um, all right, let's get to these emails all right let me play a little music in case we want to throw some uh throw some uh so throw something in here
let's get into these emails. Uh, the first one's just from DJ Jaffa saying that he sent us the Who News intro, and it slaps. Thank you. Yes, we I like I like my my Who News because child, that that is me, <laughs> and I uh, am it. This one's from Brandon saying he sent us something uh, from our Amazon wish list. I'll, uh, uh, he he said, okay, I don't want to spoil the gift, so I'll just I'll read it later. I'll okay, it later. or I'll just I'll, I read it. I got you, bro. Thank okay. you. Okay, Scott, aka Psycho Music, sent us some new music. Uh, I played Red or Blue Pill. That's one of the songs. Mm-hmm. What up, fam? Love the show as always. Come here for the banter and the jokes. Leave with education and information. Since the year is coming to an end, I thought I would leave you and the Blackout Tips family with a few beats, and I will work them into the rotation. Scott is is always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Scott one of the people that don't like if I say their name? God damn it. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry, Scott. Please don't write in upset. I'm My bad, bro. My bad. My bad. You got to change your fucking name you on change the your handle because I, I, I'm reading 100 emails, bro. Yeah, you, so give, he, cut me some slack. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, just reads what he sees. Yeah. I'm sorry. Damn. I think he might be one of the ones. Fuck. Sorry, Scott. I don't know what he's avoiding i don't know he got warrants but i'm sorry <laughs> right right the government looking for you my bad jeff says rod and karen thank you for another great year of fantastic info and banter all the new sections lbgtq lgbtq news just all of it keep reaching high love when you mention about the comments if these bad things happen to black people those people are usually ignoring the facts about our lives in america with things like and it's uh, police fatally shoot black woman who called nine one one for domestic violence. Ugh, man, yeah, that 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 fucks with us. Mm-hmm. Um, may they be reminded that there's never been some saving black folks shit happen. They are just angry and want to point. Uh, all love and continue best for twenty twenty four. Jeff in Japan now listening from home in NYC. Congrats on being home. Mm-hmm. I hope you're enjoying it. Me and too. Absolutely, man. I. I I don't, then you just don't know what we are talking about. If you think we're some type of fucking cherished minority that they are looking out for, then you've bought into the white supremacist lies about us. You think that small percentage at Harvard is like overrepresented. You think that's fucking, you, what you believe is that zero black people should be in Harvard. Right. So if 4% of the university is black, then therefore, four percent they just let in four percent of undeserving negroes that's what you believe right and that's why you go as an asian i wish they treat us like black people and you're like what the fuck are you talking about what are you talking about you you believe the bullshit too then yes you do you know all this shit when oh i bet if i was black if you were black you you you'd be just as fucked up if not worse it's still america damn it right um a girl miss christabel says rodrin uh now Paige and dr jackie to stop rod that tea you spilled on dr jackie from married with medicine literally had my panties in a bunch all week bitch they disused her after the episode of dr jackie having a meeting with the head aka in charge our illustrious mvp of mvps kamala pronounced kamala jamaica harris <laughs> about guess what the crisis of black maternal health care in america and how good how president papa and them are helping through medical medicated hotlines 
now common sense may not be common for everyone else but i think it would have been easy for dr jackie to say something like my bad i see all these words were harmful i was venting with another healthcare professional but that's not an excuse i'm a tireless advocate for black pregnant people and now i have to work harder in the field of reproductive justice to right my wrongs i'm sorry the kicker is the other part of the episode. The crew bullied this loquacious, verbose, vocabulacious, dramatic, drama queen, chocolate baddie quad off the trip and possibly the show they were on because she didn't take accountability for not shouting them out first in one of her speeches years and years ago. Mind you, she was being very sweet and sincere since she got on the trip. Mind you, it's because they ignored her and low-key took the side of her abusive ex-husband and her divorce. And the other ladies were, this feels like Binghamton politics again. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck. What? Somebody following it. Yeah, somebody out there know this shit. Uh, I'm just reading it for y'all. I bet you Justin does. And the other ladies were, she shouted out actually held her down during that period but we'll see what the rest of the cast has to say about the whole dr jackie situation a situation with the ramifications of our literal life and death as opposed to the fifis and the egos quad hurt ugh nig nogs why is accountability so hard for people i'm like damn throw the whole world in the trash aliens come back strip us of all our resources and terminate our species please put us out of our misery we deserve nothing but death and destruction well i'm not going with you there i would like to live uh, uh everything is so aggy and i think it's too late for me to take an edible let me do my nightcap cbd or to calm my nerves and go to sleep night night hugs and kisses miss crystal yeah uh i hear you i don't know anything about that second paragraph but i hear you Episode 2824, up down to the side. Theron says, hello, Rod and Karen. Relating to your discussion on election news, my wife's brother called her Friday for her birthday. During the call, he mentioned to her that he was going to vote for Nikki Haley. My wife asked him why, and he said it was because of the economy, crime, and not Trump, in which she asked him why would he want to screw over his daughters, granddaughters, and nieces, why he was willing to give control of their bodies to the white government. She asked him when was the last time he paid a dollar for a gallon of gas prices ain't dropping to that level ever again especially under republicans right asked if he wanted to whitewash history of saying niggas were happier and slaves and freedom was the worst thing for all involved she explained to him that the stock market is at the highest level ever unemployment is at the lowest point ever all under biden she asked when was trickle down ever helpful to him personally the rich keep money they don't pass it down to nobody but their heirs after over an hour talking he ended the call thanking her for giving him a different point of view to consider that was nice of you in other election news i was uh home in shreveport in for the Cato parish sheriff runoff election i asked my parents about it and they told me it was a runoff between a black deputy with over 15 years of law enforcement experience versus the propped up white politician with zero experience backed by the retiring racist sheriff what a joyous moment seeing the election results showing the brother winning by just one vote people were going around saying see now see how every vote counts the loser demanded a recount because he mentioned that there were election irregularities and guess what the recount showed that the brother still won by just one vote now republican judge has ruled that the election must be redone i guess the republican dominated louisiana legislature will step in and ensure the brother loses we can only pray that the people go back to the polls and re-elect the brother again for a second time in less than two months welcome to america peace out listen they never i was pronounced theron theron my bad theron they never stop fighting right that's why i don't understand these motherfucking quitters on the left 
you, you get on my fucking ner- like I said, I, I'm fed up with y'all. You're getting my fucking nerves. I don't want to vote. I don't want to participate. It's like, well, bitch, they don't. They they always own. They will take they they old ass octogenarian oxygen tank asses to that pole, pull that lever, and turn around and die before they give you your motherfucking rights. And you talking about, ooh, child, he too old. Get the fuck out my face. Chris says, Ayo, pass a ride and First Lady Karen. What up? It's Chris from over here in the musician section. We still need to discuss this budget because the white churches are still saying the election was rigged, but they do be paying, though. Anyway, I do have two questions for you, but first, I got some things on my heart. Firstly, I have to apologize to my fellow tip fam. When I came down for the live show, I planned to leave and be there on time, but being a black person I am, I was on mad CP time, so I was driving for four hours away, mad late, and I didn't have time to stop and get anything to eat. And you know how that breath be when you ain't ate anything for a while. I was just laughing all hard at my man Mark and them bullet balls, so I apologize to the good brother and the lovely couple sitting beside me. Oh, man. Uh, well, I guess they've been waiting on that. They know who they are. <laughs> waiting on that apology. Secondly, a few episodes back, you mentioned the GOAT, Cinnamon Love, who is in my top five with Jada Fire, Pinky, Jenny Jackman, and Sid- Jenny Jackman, and Sydney Capri. And since I ain't never going to see her and she probably don't care, here's my story how I first learned about her. I was on OK Player looking at Quest's true Hollywood stories, and he had a picture with her. Well, with the combination of her name and looks, I was like, damn, I know she got a dope-ass album. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She do got a catalog. Yes, a catalog. Well, imagine my surprise when I Googled her on her work, on the work computer. Oh, no! For something to listen to and found out she did have some dope-ass albums. A photo (laughs) album. Yeah. in a different kind of work over there. <laughs> uh, now nah, she's actually like a really dope uh, follow on social media, not just because of the thirst traps and shit, but she's like a um, an advocate for like sex workers and um, like she's very like politically involved and stuff, and she's kind of like a, a you know like a, a ethereal hippie kind of black woman, you know, just. So I, I like following her for all that stuff too. In addition to you know the cakes and all that stuff. Not I'm not I'm not so high minded. You know she's still bad as hell, but it's it's just uh, she she really she she's it's more than what you think. You know, and it makes sense that she would uh, be kicking it with Questlove and all kinds of stuff. She just seemed like a person that be doing whatever. I I remember uh, she posted being at the Little Brother concert in New York, and I was like, she know about Little Brother up here in New York. Let's go. Um, but on to my two questions. How do you two cope with the amount of bad news we're bombarded with daily? Like, have you built up an immunity to it? I remember hearing you say your parents had you reading books about blackness at an early age. So does that have something to do with it? I mean, my parents did have me doing that. Um, I wouldn't say I built up an immunity to it. I just feel like comedy definitely helps. Talking it out helps. Finding the the funny in stuff the and then also like the freedom to just be like i don't find this funny has been built into our show so there's times when we talk about something and it's serious and it's not funny and we don't have to like get up here and be clowns for y'all um and of course we can always take a break whenever we feel like it like no one can make us do this show unless we want to and uh yeah i i think that's it for me how about you 
For me, you have to limit things. And we live in the age of social media and being always on and being always plugged in where the world tells you you have to know all of the things all of the time, but you don't. Sometimes you just be like, all right, I have reached whatever my max is, and I'm tapping out. You come back now, but, you but you know, find out whatever your limit is because that's how people burn out. People burn out by always being on and never turning themselves off, never backing away never pushing away, never saying, hey, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to spend time with my kids, go to the movies, play video games, exercise, whatever these things is, whatever you need to do to ment- for your mental capacity. Because the thing is, a lot of times, it's designed to burn you out. And I think, and I understand a lot of people's attitude and apathy and all this shit that they have. A lot of people just burnt out. They don't turn themselves off and they're always on. And when you're always on, you become disengaged. Like, like there's a separation and you feel like nothing matters, nothing counts. Why am I doing this? And a lot of that is internally you're burnt out and you do not know how to rekindle, refresh and um, uh, get, I mean, replenish and get your mind and, 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 and your body and spirit right so that you're able to, quote, unquote, come back and, and consume these things. And I think for a lot of people, they, they deal with burnout and they don't know how to express I'm personally dealing with burnout. They make their burnout everybody else's problems. So their burnout comes in, in the I don't vote, want to vote, what the fuck is this, you know, all these other things other than just the reality of it is you're burnt out. The human mind is not designed for the overload that social media and the news has at all time. It's designed to consistently have your anxiety high. It's designed to consistently keep you in fear. It's designed to consistently keep you angry, mad, sad, depressed, whatever your quote unquote trigger is, the news will find a way to plug into it and keep you on the body and the mind and the spirit are not designed to be like that and that's the end results yeah i think another thing is the show has games and fun stuff built into it too and banter and silly stuff and you know that stuff balances it out not just for y'all as listeners but for us as the people that make it so those are the ways i cope with it um let's see also um and yeah i for lack of a better term and some people may take this offensive and that's fine but uh, when you talk about me reading books about blackness and race and suffering and stuff, uh, matter of fact, no, let me find a better term because I don't want to offend people. That's not my goal here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bit of a callous about those things. And I, yes. I haven't become callous, Mm-mm. but I have a bit of toughness mm-hmm. about me from knowing this is the real truth from early on. So when I watch a Ava DuVernay movie, I'm not dinging her for the uncomfortableness of the truth. Whereas no offense to some of my fellow black folks and, and podcasters and movie reviewers. Uh, and I really do mean no offense. I understand where they're coming from, but I feel like there's a lot of internal work and reckoning that hasn't been done. And they think that they're being revolutionary by not wanting these stories told or not wanting Ava DuVernay or draped maniacs or whoever to exist or to do their thing or acting like we're mining trauma porn or some shit when really we're trying to tell these fucking stories, right? These important moments, the moments that are glossed over. Now we're telling um the shit they're erasing from the books that the kids get in school like that is important and i think that 
will always out trump my uncomfortableness and i don't revel in it it's not like i'm watching all the shit or like i'm always on here giving y'all speeches about how y'all can't handle it but i can but you know part of this is i can't handle that shit to a certain extent and i i'm I, and i feel like it's important yeah and also something that i've realized and something that i had to get over and a lot of people may or may not ever come to this reality people run away from feelings period people run away from feelings when these things are presented to you and you get the feeling of sadness you get the feeling of guiltiness you get all these different feelings these range of emotions that overcome you a lot of people like to shut the shit down versus saying i feel like this why do i feel like this and actually sitting in the emotions we live in a society where people don't want to sit in their feelings and emotions and they think all feelings other than happiness and joy are bad and that's not a true statement you have to feel these other emotions because once you sit in those emotions you get through those emotions you have a better understanding you have a better uh enlightenment over what happened and the sacrifice that's why people don't understand and people had to disconnect between the sacrifices because if you go through those feelings you have a better understanding and instead of that sadness sometimes you will get angry and you will be like no we're going to tell these stories because it's very important that people know that these things happen but you if you haven't dealt with your own internal traumas whatever they might be for slavery for being black for your ancestors for whatever happened if you have not dealt with that the end result is for you to shut shit down don't talk about it don't discuss it don't bring it up but what you fail to realize this is the same tactic of white supremacists a lot of times when black people do this i was like oh y'all doing the job of the white supremacists you know how shit get erased because white people are in their feelings and then black people are in their feelings so then nobody gets to learn it so it's like no i can't do that i cannot allow history to be erased because your feelings are bigger than the facts of people knowing about these things uh and he goes on to say um also my last question is there's an official place away from social media that i can present things to the biden present the things that biden administration is doing i know they are doing a great job with a lot and i would like to be able to show one of my younger acquaintances to help him out he's at that age around the mid-20s where he's searching for knowledge but he gets sucked into social media tropes and he's listening to joe rogan thinking it's deep i can't fault him too much because i was at the same place not too long ago when i was looking to be more knowledgeable and i was with this girl and i repeated something fox news of all things said about obama trying to sound smart to this day she still side eyes me she thought even though i've never voted republican i vote dem at every election big and small i actually didn't believe that crap i was just trying to sound smart and i ended up looking dumb forever i don't want this to happen to him so i'm trying to save him thanks for enduring my long ass ramble i'm gonna go donate on top of my subscription to make up for it happy holidays and thanks for everything um well chris i think there's a few places but one of the easiest things is to just google Biden administration accomplishments. I was I was uh, I was going to spend an episode on here one day reading them off, and I still may before the election next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but because the White House has a page about it, and so you can get it straight from there. Here's the things we've accomplished, and I think it's important because it's not happening and it's not fair and balanced. It is important that somebody at some point do something that is only about the accomplishments, because the criticisms we've all heard right the the fair and unfair by the way i'm not saying all criticism are unfair but it's so overemphasized on people being critical 
that that when you make the case for the administration, when you bring up the progress for the administration, people act like they've never fucking heard this shit before. A lot of them have So many people are like, what have they done? Nothing. Where's Kamala Harris? And it's just, it's stupid tropes. It's stuff from, like you said, Fox News, Joe Rogan. It's made it to mainstream where feelings are facts. And if you feel like you ain't seen Kamala Harris, then that means you ain't seen her and she ain't doing nothing. Right. Regardless of all the headlines and news articles. To the contrary, and it's one of the reasons I'm it's one of the reasons that our show is so pro Democrats is because the Democrats are the only party that is interested in fucking governing. Mm-hmm. If we had a, a balance, if there was some reason for me to feel like, oh, these are not the motherfuckers fighting for the last scraps of what the America could try to be then I would be more fair and, and like, oh, okay, well, yeah, Republicans made some points too. They not. They're not making points. They're not interested in governing. And so, yeah, at some point, maybe we'll do an episode like that, but we need some piece of content that people can be like, hey, man, here's the shit. When you say they don't do anything, when you say, but they didn't do this, here's what they did do, and this is what we would lose. That's the part people don't want to recognize. They act like we're going to keep this baseline of shit and then gain something from Trump or, well, we won't lose too much with Trump or whatever the fuck. And it's like, no, you do lose all the stuff that has been done by this administration in addition to some new shit that that you unforeseen-ass niggas will unforesee again and we will get uh, more Supreme Court justices and shit. I'm thinking this last year, now that we're going into the last year of Biden's uh, at least first term, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get another, but Think about this. The Republicans would not approve a Supreme Court justice for Obama because it was too close to him leaving. Mm-hmm. How? Held that shit up. If something happens to one of these Supreme Court justices tonight, today, how are we in a different situation? We're not. The, the only situation that's different is the Senate is not controlled by Republicans. Right? But we don't have, like, the supermajority thing, like we're still fighting tooth and nail with by like one fucking seat every goddamn time. Amy, uh, what is her name? Well, anyway, one of these motherfuckers could throw it out. Uh, Christian Cinema could throw it out. Uh, motherfucking dude from West Virginia could fuck it up. It mansion. It's that fucking close, and people don't. They're not living like it's close. Right. They're living like there's some comfortableness in America where it's like, oh, we got this. We'll figure out eventually. No, no. the fuck we won't. Um, all right. Let's get into the last thing, guys. Some of y'all sent us stuff in the mail. Yay! nice sexy beat all right yeah when we, we went to go pick up the mail they was like merry christmas to y'all <laughs> like they're loading y'all up so we got a lot of a lot of stuff in the mail mm-hmm. we're gonna pull it out. i got some Yay. cards i mailed y'all's cards out yeah you should be getting them soon if you ain't already got them uh this one says on the front it's the most wonderful time of the year 
Yay! And on the inside, it says, sending you wishes for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Allegra. Thank you, Allegra. Yay. My girl, what's up? I like Christmas cards. Merry Right. Oh, look at this one. It's like this is like my your great grandma's wallpaper on the back. Don't it though? I'm um, like look like a look like a grandma's quilt. Uh, it says joy to the world, and it's uh, like a little black choir. Oh, look at the little black kids singing. Y'all be finding the mahogany cards. Rod and Karen, wishing you and yours every little sweet and beautiful joy of the season. You bring me so much uh, joy throughout the year. Thank you. Um. Uh, wishing all the best for you in 2024, Mary from Cali. Thank you, Mary. Oh. That is so, this is sweet. Um, this one has little Christmas tree stickers on it and stuff. I'll try to mark, make sure you don't see the address, but uh, it has Christmas tree stickers on the front of it. Oh. Um, and on the inside, it say, oh, a little Christmas tree. That looks almost hand painted or something. Oh. Um, and it says, Oh, look at these little little babies. Look at the little kids. Oh, look at the babies. It says, Hey Rod and Karen, it's Kason and Kasia. Uh August twenty twenty one is this picture. Uh it says wait, is this right? Kason thirty five years and Kasia one years? That can't be right. 35 months, maybe? Must be months. But are they rocking the Blackout Tips shirts? Oh. The baby's rocking the shirts. Look at that. A Merry Christmas to you. 2391 Black Gold. It says, I guess that was the title of the episode. Hey, Rod and Karen, wish you a very happy uh, Merry Xmas and a Happy New Year 2024. Sending hugs and blessings. Uh your day one baby fans, Kason and Keisha. Oh, listen, each one, teach one is what That's I say. That's adorable, the babies. I know they be up in preschool and I know they be showing out. Okay. They be like, listen, let me see what you want to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got this one. It looks like a beautiful ornament on the front with a lot of glitter and sparkles and stuff. Oh, it says Merry Christmas. On the inside, it says, hoping your home and your holiday will be filled with happiness. And then Rhea, who sent this, says, wishing you a happy holiday of my internet cousins. Thank you. Um, This is a bit of a longer envelope, uh, like a standard one. So I guess this is a different size than most cards. Let me pull this out. Um, And it is. It's one of those, like, postcard kind. It says, love and cheer. Happiest of Holidays from Katara and Trixie. And they got pictures of, of the, oh. her and, and, the, and the... Oh, and the, and that's the, adorable. And the baby doll. This this baby this baby doll is versatile, okay? It's not all just wearing... It's Come got on. glasses in some of them. Come on through, baby doll. <laughs> it's giving us lurks. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Tanisha writes, uh, sends us one. Um... And uh, this car, oh, wait, something fell out of this. Okay. Oh, there's like a car that fell off of it or something. I don't, I don't know if that was in it or on. Oh, oh shit, that refrigerator magnet? It was part of, it's not a magnet. I don't I don't know what it is. It's like something paper. Okay. But it, it's supposed to look like, I guess, this maybe. Uh, oh, like a, okay. A like a card with a bunch of Christmas presents on top, but I think it fell off in the shipping. Sorry. 
Um, inside it says, "I can." I was like, "I can put it back together, baby." All right, well, that's your <laughs> that's your holiday treat. Rod and Karen, every episode y'all create is a gift. I'm so thankful this for this show. I wish y'all all the love, health, and good fortune, and continue blessings the holiday season and beyond. Tanisha, thank you, thank you, man. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so then. We got another one on the back. It says Merry Christmas. It's like a bird, like a, like a cardinal or something. Um, let's check out what's going on in the inside. Um, more birds, penguins this time. And inside says Merry Christmas, Rod and Karen. Thank you so much for helping me, uh, get through another year by keeping me company, making me laugh and teaching me so many interesting things about this crazy world. I truly appreciate you too. I'm wishing for you a lovely holiday season and an amazing 2024 for you and your families and friends. May 2024 bring you so much joy, laughter and prosperity, goodness and love. Wishing you all the best in the new year. Always Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. She always sends like, like the, the decorated. Like I'm not showing y'all the. Oh wait, I can show y'all the front with no address. That's like she always sends like the flowers and pictures on the envelopes and stuff. Oh. Uh, let's go. We got another one. Let me see here. Look at all these cards, y'all. Yeah. Y'all really was like, we gonna make sure y'all feel this love. Yes, you are. Um, black woman cards, like a black woman with a big old afro holding some gifts. Oh. And then that, on the, that, that looked like an episode of uh, Insecure with Issa walking, trying to find gifts for everybody. On the inside, it came with this Happy Holiday. Oh. And uh, she's enjoying lots of uh, our girl alcohol. I think this is our girl Veggie Vixen. Uh, and it is, yeah, Angie Princess Leia and Wookie Thomas. Uh, so those are her dogs and her pets. Oh. And they are. They're, they're, they're all having in their holiday festivities and clothes. Rod and Karen, we wish you a happy holiday and amazing new year. Angie, Wookie Princess, Leia. Thank you. Thank you. We got two more. Um, this one, let me open it up. All right. Um, and the winner is <laughs> Rod and Karen. Uh, have holiday fun with the gnomies is what it says and it's gnomes (laughs) oh adorable it says wishing you a magical blissful holiday enjoy the holiday season and have a great 2024 from samantha thank you thank you and the last one is boom oh it's like a ice line on the front or something this is this is an interesting like some Steven Universe shit happening up in right? here. Right? Oh. Um, and if you want to see the cards, you can go to our YouTube page when we post this mm-hmm. or Crowdcast if you want to physically see the covers. Dear Rod and Karen, hope you your holidays are warm and bright. Wishing you more blessings in 2024 from Shanna. Thank you, Shanna. Oh. We also got some physical stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one um, is the one that I believe we got the note about how okay. to clean, and it's the it's a chopper. Uh, y'all know I like to cook and stuff, and one of the fat one of the things that takes the most time in the kitchen, but is also like you, there's just no shortcut. You just gotta like it needs to be done. It's, it's chopping shit up. Yes, you got to chop it up. You can't eat the shit whole. So I'm a big fan of choppers by like like this, and this is a 
full star chopper plus um and i go through these things i like i've yeah, you, broke a few you, of them and stuff i'm out uh think parts go missing and stuff so uh this, this just uh re up my chopper for us brandon uh, said enjoy the gift hobby holidays rod and karen brandon thank you brandon yeah because he the cook in the house so yes um but yeah i love it and i love that it has two settings for like the really thin like not thin but like uh the really small chopping and the big ones and there's also like a guillotine type thing you for help. and i think a man what is it man mandarin mand, mandolin mm-hmm. or something the ones for like where you want to just slice like tomatoes or some shit like that want me to get you the other thing um I think I have it. Okay. Um, or I have... Oops, my bad. Uh, I do have a opener in here. Oh, just, no problem. I didn't know. Just yeah, it's checking. all good. It's all good. Um, I was just trying to look for it on my desk. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, we appreciate it is what I'm trying we to say. We do. Thank you very much. I like the cars. I keep the cars like an old grandma. I love the cars. All the sparkly shit I got... I had one, uh, I keep them in like a, a little baggie, and I, that bag filled up, so now I'm on bag number two. <laughs> I love the Christmas cards, y'all. And I thank you for those of you that was like, y'all sending us cards, we gonna send you cards. So, uh, like Roger said, he's already gone through the process, he dropped them off, so if you send us your mailing address. Some of y'all should have them now. Yeah, some of y'all should have them. I know some people love to post them on social media and things like that, and I really like the design of these cars. We sit down and stuff them and things like that, so I'm excited that y'all are excited about uh, getting y'all cars, uh, which y'all should be receiving soon, you know, depending on where you are. Shout out to the international people. We 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 paid up charge to have it sent, sent to you and your address, so I am really... Someone gave us international stamps a long time ago, and then they, like, re-upped them. So, Aww. you know, we had the international stamps on hand to mail y'all. I actually went and bought some more, got home, and was like, wait, I didn't need to do that. We already took care of this shit. Yeah, so thank you. So I'm I'm glad and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to y'all showing the cars and looking at the cars because uh, it was it was really fun. It is gonna be a treat for people whenever they uh, get their cars. I love this uh, time of the year. All right, I think I got got it partially open. This is very uh, packaged up. Okay, they want to <laughs> make sure this shit did not break. It said fragile, and they weren't playing. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it's it's a fragile, and they don't treat it like it's fragile. Yeah. I'm not even really sure how to what where, where the rest of this opens at. Me either. Um, all right. No, this is like a cause I cause because it's fragile. I'm careful on opening. I don't want to just like rip through the shit and then it'd be like, oh, I just ripped it in half, guys. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, try my try my letter opener. Sorry if it's awkward, everybody. No problem. No problem. Go ahead and uh, handle no business. And for those of you. Uh, we'll t- uh, if y'all want to send Christmas gifts after Christmas or uh, Christmas cards after Christmas, go to the Blackout Who Tips. Go to the About section. You can find our mailing address. Yeah, so the we- slash about. Mm-hmm. So we don't mind uh, getting it uh, after the holidays. Uh, we're fine and we're content with that. I've, I'm looking forward to it. And for those of you that was like, hey, I didn't have it before, but I got it now. If you want to go and send us something on our Amazon wish list, feel free to. You're not obligated to, but feel free to go out to the Amazon wish list and uh, click on things and send us some things. And the wish list, list is in the show notes. Yes, it is in the show notes. So 
We thank you for that. And while Roderick's doing that, something that will make us a very Merry Christmas, leaving us a five-star review. So if you know you have not left us a five-star review, do it. If you go, well, I done ran out of email addresses, y'all know y'all kids, a, a, a husband, wife, or somebody, y'all got somebody email address, steal y'all baby's iPhones, and go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Yep, and excellent vamping, Karen. You you did thing. You held me down while I was opening this. Oh yeah, I, I was just thinking about all of the show notes and a lot of the questions. You know that we kind of uh, uh, get asked. Yeah, nah, you you did it because sometimes you know, uh, a while I need you to vamp. You'll just kind of like be like, I don't know, what what, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> I'm getting better to pay attention to you that. Killed it. You killed it. <laughs> Thank you. Because sometimes you I'm like, wait a minute, what should I be saying? But but I thought about it. God damn it, I'm a professional. So <laughs> so let me act like I'm a professional <laughs> and bam while Roger is, is doing something that actually matters. And that was a long way. Yeah. Oh, I don't I didn't mind. I didn't yeah. mind at all. No, no. Child. Yeah, I'm just giving you more props. So this is what it was. On the inside, it says, Dear Ron and Karen, I want to send you a print of my digital art to express my heartfelt gratitude for the incredible work you do through the podcast. Your show has been a source of inspiration, inspiration, knowledge, and entertainment for me. I eagerly await each new episode for your wisdom, insights, and humor. The way you delve into topics and bring unique and thoughtful perspectives is truly a gem. Happy holidays, Desiree. P.S. You can see more of my artwork at DesireeFoston.com and it's Desiree D-I-A-D-E S D E S I R A E Faustin F O S T O N dot com. And this is the print she sent us. Oh, that's absolutely gorgeous. Isn't it? I got, we we got to get this frame. Ooh, we got to hang this yes. up somewhere. Yes, we got to hang this up with some of our other stuff we got from some of our fans. Make me feel fancy, why don't you? Chad, okay. make me feel like I know something about some art. I don't know about nobody's art. People going to be asking us stuff like, oh, is this from the Desiree Faustin collection? I'm like, Child, oh, yeah, I be I be bragging on y'all. I be like, look, our fans got us this. So, yeah, we uh, definitely thank you for the print. And thank you, everybody, for everything, man. Thank you for listening and all that good stuff. I honestly don't know if we'll do shows next week or not. It just really depends on how we feel. I I don't feel, like, burned out or tired Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Right, so we might. So we might do shows, Mm -hmm. or we might not. Who knows? Uh, Just up to us. And, uh, yeah, have if you celebrate Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. I hope you're you're able to spend some time. doing things that make you feel replenished and and thankful and all that good stuff so yeah all right that's it for today's show until next time i love you i love you too